episode number 53 of the Tar and Running Shorts podcast, hosted by Tom Ryan and myself, Kyle Gregg. So Tom, we're sitting in your couch just now in uh, the TRS headquarters in Aberdeen. We are. And guess what? Yeah! Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) So it is the TRS uh, first anniversary this week. It is, so we're celebrating with a cheeky little uh, punk IPA. Yeah. So cheers, cheers, Tom. Cheers to the year. Cheers to the year. It's been fifth. Uh, it's been it's been a bit of a a whirlwind of of running, uh, a whirlwind of news, uh, training, all things running. It's been uh, ups. Uh, we've had our ups and downs. We've had our successes <laughs> yes. and failures. We've had some brutal runs, and we have. Yeah, <laughs> it's been it's been great. So. We have. So in in the spirit of birthday and and reflection, what has been your highlight? Of the TRS year. Oh, that's that's a, that's a real tough question. I mean, the the highlight of the TRS year. Do you mean the highlight within the episodes, or do you mean uh, the highlight of my question. own running? Uh, so, uh, what has been your highlight of doing TRS this year? Doing because I was going to say if I don't say it's going to be, uh, you know, being being a dad in July. <laughs> yeah. <I> think, <laughs> that'll be next year. Don't worry. Yeah, that's next that's year, not happened yeah. yet. <laughs> Unless you're talking about the conception, in which case the, high, uh, the highlight of oh, that's a really tough. Do you do you have an answer yet? I do, yeah. Right, so tell me your one while so I think of mine. Mine is an obvious one. My TRS highlight has got to be Hardmoor. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. It's maybe about you. I don't want to hear about no, that. That's, nah. that's my. That's my. Oh, Hardmoor was Hardmoor for me is the perfect example of why it's it's been great banter to have a podcast because <laughs> you had an absolute. Shitter, an absolute disaster, and we got to speak about it for two, three hours, and then dine out on it for weeks on end afterwards. Fair enough, Tom. Well, I don't. Oh God. I, well, that's definitely going to be the. I, do you know? What? I actually really enjoyed speaking about that one, um, because <laughs> therapy, free it's therapy. Therapy, yeah. It's like agony ant for. But I can, you know, no one's going to speak back to me. No, you're just making excuses, Kyle. You know, no. You don't, that's the thing about a podcast, you don't, nobody tells you, nobody speaks back to you, you know, it's only Tom who speaks back to me, so I can say I whatever I want, yeah. okay, within reason, but likewise, <laughs> yeah, you yeah, do absolutely, the same. Yeah. And then, okay, we might get a hoo of abuse later on, yeah. and, and via Facebook and social media, emails, that's absolutely fine, like, you know, we're, 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 gr- we're grown men, yeah, we, yeah. we know how to take it, and we're always pleased to get some constructive feedback. In the exactly. Area. And you know, these are our opinions. I mean, there's some stuff we say that some folk will just be like, <laughs> this guy's an absolute idiot. And yeah. I'm sure, particularly some of our more experienced <laughs> listeners who know much, much more than running about us may well think that. Uh, but uh, you're do, right. Do you know what? You just take it in the chin. Though, exactly. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, it's, it's, it, I think when we started the podcast, it was like, well, we don't know. Who cares if it, goes up you know goes down the drain or it goes whatever it goes tits up um if people think differently of us or less of us then oh who cares you know we're just doing this for fun you know it's, it's just we a are. hobby of ours really and know? i think you know the, the fact that we get loads of positive feedback um that is part of why i, I really like doing it because i really like the fact that i get the impression that some people genuinely enjoy listening to it as part of the week, yeah. and that's really, yeah. you know, that's quite, a, that's really fulfilling. You know, it's yeah, I like that. And if if no one was listening to it, I'm pretty sure we would still be doing it now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I think that comes on to why I enjoy doing this. Okay, there's maybe certain events or things that we've, we've, you know, we've spoke to amazing people on the on mm, the show. Yeah. And 
the TRS uh, Christmas festival. That was bad, that yeah. was great. Like yeah. you know, we're sitting where we are just now. We're a few few top runners and uh, you know great guys and gals and it was great fun. You know, I had some beer. You know, Tom supplied some cracking food. Uh, Fiona cooked it all. Your but wife, your wife cooked uh, made a lovely bit of banana loaf. She did, she did that. No one ate it though. But uh, it, was it was all there. finished. Was it? Yeah. Oh, okay, I didn't, know, I didn't notice that. Sorry, Debbie. Um, but I think that's the biggest fulfilment, and I think I would be really intrigued. And this is a plea to the listeners: Has TRS positively impacted on your training <laughs> and your racing? And is it? Do you think that's part? You know, a factor in your personal best or some of your successes in running? Because for me. That was why I started, mm. you know, that's why we came with the idea of thought, right, Tom, and we were sitting at, on this very sofa we were, again, yeah. weren't we? We, were like, we were, Tom, do you fancy doing a podcast? And, uh, and you're like, oh, well, why not? You know, exactly. And, and, and then we called it, what do you want to call it? How about tartan running shorts? Perfect. Perfect. Let's, let's go for it. Let's crack on and see what happens. And here we are. 50, 53 episodes in And you know what's funny is we did it, the first time we recorded was the week after I'd run London and you'd run and won the fling. So it's quite, so it's actually an easy way to remember the, yeah. when, you know, it's easier, it's easier than your wedding anniversary. <laughs> the TRS birthday is the week after London and the fling. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is, which uh, is, uh, which is cool. But no, I mean, look, I find, I found that I really, it's let, it's allowed me to connect more with, with running in Scotland, yeah. if you know what I mean. I mean, little, little examples, like the number of folk who I, like guys I knew on the circuit who I now speak to more, and it, I don't, it's probably nothing to do with the podcast. It's because I know some of them listen and have liked stuff. You feel a connection. Yeah. A recent example is we've got um, uh, Lewis Miller is a guy at Central who's been... Uh, I've, I've seen Lewis on the circuit for years and I've never known him. And I don't know him now. But he's a guy who's... You, you know, he likes the podcast. Yeah. I've seen him like the link a few times. So you feel like there's a bit of a connection yeah, now. So yeah. now I'm like, you know... I don't know, I think that's really cool. Yeah. That sort of, you know, that thing builds up. Yeah, I, I, I say, I completely agree with you. You know, there's, uh, I've, you know, I think I've made, I've made new friends via the podcast and uh, just by people who follow it and, and I speak to and, uh, you know, okay, you know, we're, we're decent enough runners, but it's, that's not why we do it. We, we do it because speak we... Speak for yourself, we, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, shut up. I'm not a decent runner anymore. I've uh, <laughs> gone by my last result. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh yeah, no, I, I think it's been. I, I do hope it's, it's, you know, it might only change if it gets, if it gets you guys out for an extra hour and a half run per week, and you go right, I'll listen to TRS for that run. Then, you know, you times that by fifty-two weeks. That's it. That's a lot of. Uh, that's a lot of consistent uh, training you've you've got there. You know, that extra hour is going to certainly have an impact in your training. But yeah, so we'll hopefully be yeah. be sitting here in there. Uh, in a year's time, saying the same old thing, and uh, yeah, with, with a bigger listener base, hopefully as well. But I so. think I think it's been it's been a great year, but I also think it's and maybe I'm maybe the listeners will point me out wrong in some comments, but I honestly think it's better now than it was a year ago, which oh. is which is which wasn't which wasn't <laughs> difficult. Let's be honest, difficult. Can't even yeah. put two words, five sent five words together in a sentence. I still can't. I can so, do ten now though, but. So it's definitely better. But the other thing, I just want to put a shout out there and a thanks to, you know, there's two of us here and we do, yeah, okay, Caroline do the bulk of it, but there is a, a growing TRS team. You know, Fraser Klein has been involved a couple of times now and has really supported us in terms of, you know, the bit of press coverage. He's given us information about races coming up. Um, we've had, you know, Cameron Strachan guest hosting. That was great to have Cameron on. Um, we've had both wives have been on. 
all the guests that we've had on who get approached by two random boys in the northeast who <laughs> want to interview them, you know, and it's uh, it's it's been really good it's, to get these people on. It's always that awkward. Uh, we have a t- we have a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Hi there, my name's Tom Bryan. I'm the co-host of a podcast you probably haven't heard of. But we've had some amazing guests. I'm, I'm just trying to look at some of the the, the names we've, we've so, had on. Well, so, well, what is maybe worth doing now is as a as we let's be honest, as we self indulge on our on the own, on the own, our own podcast. But in terms of the big hitters, right? We, this is something that we've all we've talked about before, but it's fascinating. The most listened to episode with, I mean, by a country mile, Charlie Bannerman. Now, is it still Char- the biggest? Charlie, I, I don't even know if Charlie Ch- still Charlie's, listens. Charlie's put a virus in the <laughs> soundcloud and uh, refreshed the the, the, the listen base numerous times, no doubt. But, but it's miles I, clear. I'm only else. kidding, Charlie. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure you you, you know. And, it's, I, it's, and actually, I think my, if for all the people I've interviewed, and I've you know, it's been great to speak to. You know, Adam Craig was a was a really I really enjoyed speaking to Adam. Mary McLennan was great. Uh, I really enjoyed speaking to Charlie Bannerman. Uh, I thought Charlie like really said it as, as it is. He's such an interesting background. You know, he was he said some things you know that are really true to sort of club running. I thought he was it was really good. Graham Benison was another one. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed your interview with Andy Douglas. Yeah, of you know, course, yeah. Um, it's been yeah really good. You know, we're looking we're hoping to get some some of these guys back on. You yeah. know, we'll we'll talk about London. We were. Uh, please see Robbie Simpson PB we're, we're keen to get Robbie back on so yeah Dan and Finn as well yeah the, of course the, the author big and, name uh, so his his book's actually coming out um, uh, God I can't remember the name of it that's really bad uh, it's the is it the Rise of the Ultra Rise of the Ultra I think yeah, yeah. Um, so the, yeah I'll, I'll maybe try and catch up with him and see if we can get a couple of uh, uh, prizes for that what I would love to hear from listeners is what is you know comment on this this episode on Facebook when it comes out or email us at, you'll, you guys know the address who would you like to hear from, who would be your dream guest because we've got you know we've got loads of people like, that we want to interview and we're going to work through them and when we started our kind of thought was we want to interview people real runners in Scotland but real club runners and I'm, you know without saying elitist I'm talking about club runners folk who are training week in week out to run and improve and compete. So, you know, we've got, we've talked about folk coming up, we've got Morag Miller coming up, we're really excited to get her interview on because, you know, she is very competitive. You know, um, we're going to get Chris Richardson on next week who will come to his marathon. Yeah, I mean, absolutely he, smashed it. Yeah, I mean, let's just, he's had an 11, 11 minute PB within a year. It's incredible. So he, yeah. and he, he's a, he's a guy that will relate, that all club runners can relate to. So, but other bigger names start to come to mind. Now, Kyle spoke to Adrian Finn you know, big global name in terms of running writing. Brother Colm. Brother Colm, of course, thanks to Miles Edwards for setting up, who yeah. we're also going to get on soon. The other one that's, you know, came to me the other day is, if we talk about dream guests, imagine getting Laz on. Laz? Laz, oh, yeah, Laz would be a yeah, 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 he's been on a few. He's Has he? Intelligent. Yeah, he's, uh, I think he would be a cracking guest to have on. So he'd be an interesting one. So, yeah. it, so he, Damien well, Hall as well. Damien, you know, of course, yeah. DMB, you know, he's... He, yeah, that's One a big of name. The UK's British Ultra Runner of the Year. Um, in most people's uh, minds just for the sheer. Alex Jackson. Yeah, Alex Jackson again. You know, just MBE. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've had you know my coach Lewis has been on and and Chris Jones as well. You know, we, of course, he was, yeah. He's, he's been one again across country European Championships. Yeah. What was he? Top ten? Was he top fifteen? He, he was, was well. He was well. They're well yeah, placed in the yeah. Brits. So who would you if you could? Who would be your dream guest? That's it. I mean, Luke Trainer, Andy Butcher, Olympian, Mike right, McLennan. Yeah. Jeez, jeez. Oh, where do you stop? 
I know, it's, it's, it's uh, been great. Big Kenny Wilson as well. Yeah, Kenny. I, I mean, I, I don't know who, who my dream guest would be. Uh, I mean, it's a difficult one to... I, I think someone like Paula Radcliffe would, would be... Paula would be, be great, yeah, would be know, really good. Just her marathon time, that two hours 15, I mean... Yeah. Wow. Like, if you're going to look at any marathon, any world record of, okay, Kipchoge's time, but... Paula's time is no none of the females are anywhere close to getting that time. No, she's incredible, and it would be really interesting. Paula's someone who I don't know much about her training, so that'd I mean, be really Kipchoge cool. Would be great. Oh, I mean, Kipchoge, imagine that. Yeah. I mean, we'd have to. Well, pay we said we'll come. We'd have to pay a fortune, you know the the Patreon uh, <laughs> gold gold standard. They have to be a, like a thousand pounds per <laughs> a thousand pound donation, and we will try to get yeah. Kipchoge. <laughs> that that would be that would be a dream. So if anyone can hook us up with a big Kipchoge, that would be much appreciated. You know what would be would be interesting, and we'll come to the the London Marathon competition, which is now set up between us. Oh, but God, Mo right, Mo Farah, who is a clown let's be honest yeah. like, did you his chat last week before the race what was he thinking yeah, he's about to run a major marathon he starts blackmailing someone's text <laughs> messages I mean he's an absolute moron and then he was on the treadmill at the expo you know he? yeah he's I mean I think from a podcasting perspective he would be full of banter oh yeah I mean I, I think as a junior when he was in the GB Juniors team he, he jumped off a bridge and <laughs> got banned times, from the yeah. team <laughs> yeah I don't know if he got banned from the team but you know, the code of conduct when you're in the, you know, in, in the team's not, not the greatest. Well, no. it's, it's, it, I say not the greatest. It's, uh, you, you certainly have to abide by it. And, you know, there's, there's a little room for, for being, being a dafty, which mm. uh, I'm sure he was. But certainly if Mo, if you listen to this, I know you're not going to come on this show. No. He's listening to slacking I'm off. I mean, I'm 100% sure he's not listening to the yeah, show. Yeah, So I suppose we haven't really kind of, told anyone what what today is going to be about so we are um what have we got on the show tom so this week i mean last weekend was a big racing weekend so loads to talk about london marathon which is the british marathon champs we've we've got to we're going to talk elites scottish guys local guys a lot there balmoral the run balmoral festival was last weekend so the 5k 10k and of course our own k babe running in the 15 miler we'll catch up on that it was the sterling marathon which is the scottish marathon champs so we're going to recap on that um, and then we're going to talk a bit about the the national 5k which is this weekend so to be honest we think with all that we're um we're going to be pretty the, full the highland fling as well so of course uh, the fling, yeah, yeah yeah that was that was on that brings me you've lost your title i lost my title now no no more national no more ta- <laughs> yeah we'll, well we'll come to who I'll, won I'll it i'll settle yeah. with the i'll settle with the silver yeah well, um, great so yeah so it's gonna and then also i suppose that leads us on nicely so sticking with the theme of the birthday party we we want to announce or we have announced um the trs birthday bash so a little bit more details about the event so i i know we mentioned it last week that the event will be on the friday the 17th of may and it's going to be taking place at 7 p.m at the aberdeen beach promenade at the fitty end so if anyone Happy days. Is, pardon me if anyone's not familiar with the where that is, just let us know. Uh, you can email us on the usual um, the usual social media streams and email. 
Um, and yeah, and then so we're going to do a ginger mile and a beer mile. Indeed, and yeah. it's going to be measured and hopefully ratified with the, the <laughs> beer mile. Yeah. So I mean, sure I that. think it's going to be it'll be good fun. And then, as Carl says, we'll go for some have some drinks afterwards. So if you're in the area, you fancy coming up, it would be really cool to catch up with some runners yeah. and have a nice have a good evening talking about running. We'll do a bit of recording. We are going to do a bit of recording. Um, there's also going to, you know certainly from a TRS perspective and a a beer mile recording perspective too so we yeah. want to obviously record your beer mile times and put up a little leak um, but we need a recorder so I, I think uh, I, I think I haven't asked my wife Debbie yet but since she's pregnant I'm hoping she would uh, do the recording but she might be uh, she might want to do the, she doesn't like ginger so she won't want to do them I'm sure um, I think when she said it was a ginger mile she went oh ginger I don't like ginger so I think she might be our recorder. So I think, yeah, well, that would be fantastic. Yeah. And then after after the beer mile, we're going to make our way over to the Brewdog Castle Gate on Union Street as well. Um, so we're hopefully going to book out a, a wee table there and uh, jump on jump on board and, and have a few have a few chin chin a few drinks and some chin wagon. Indeed, yeah, it's going to be great. So please come along. Um, we're going to be, we will, it's the way we're going to run it is if you give your fancy coming on, go on the Facebook page and, uh, you know, say you want and click attend or going or email us. If you're not on Facebook, feel free either way to email us and let us know you're coming on the night. What it'll be is it'll be five pounds per, um, entry that will include, I know it may be seen, oh, I've got to pay to go down, but that will, that will cover the beers that we'll provide for you for the race. All you need to do, or the ginger, if you fancy. So all you need to do is, is rock up with a fiver and we'll take care of the rest and, and have a pair of running shoes on, preferably. Yeah, I mean, if you want to run in no shoes, that's absolutely fine. I think there was a few runners in Dune London who were running with no shoes on. That's If you want to run as Big Ben... Then yeah. you can do that the finish well. line will be big enough to get through, <laughs> yeah. unlike the London Marathon. But exactly. the question for you then is: Are we? I mean, how how old school is TRS? We're going to be very strict on the beer. Are we allowing vapor flies for a mile race? Well, if anyone turns up in a pair of vapor flies, they've got too much money. <laughs> <laughs> so my wife. So if if you do, then you'll be paying twenty pounds. Uh, yes, exactly. Yeah, we'll see you coming yeah. a mile away. Well, what I will say about the entry is, if you can invite, uh, say, if you are wanting to come along, please um, press going on going on the Facebook event page or indicate that you're going to come along. So we we need to pay for the beers, so we don't yeah. want to pay for. A thousand beers and only ten people turn up. So That's please let us know ahead. if you're going to attend or not. Um, and uh, if you don't decide you don't want to go along, then uh, certainly just let us know so we don't buy too many too many beers as well. Or we'll have yeah. to drink them all, unfortunately. <laughs> so it's fr- it's Friday the seventeenth of May. So it's a couple of weeks away. Yeah, we'll put out some information to those who are attending on what the format's going to be, what what the the rules of engagement are for those who are not um, beer and ginger ale aficionados. Um, and yeah, it's going to be great fun. It's going to be it's, it's going, going to be, be banter. I'm excited, you know. I mean, it's almost as exciting as uh, the due date, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so that so that's that that, that goes that there goes the the TRS birthday yeah. event. So hopefully everyone turns up to it. There's I don't think we have a limit, do we? No, we don't. No, we don't. Uh, so if we do exceed the limit, then we'll, we'll the more the merrier. Too. Yeah, the more the merrier. We can always fit people in. It's. Uh, yeah, it'd be amazing to see everyone, and uh, yeah, we've we've got about a dozen people already who are definitely going to be coming along. Which so is great. It'll be a good crack, I'm sure. Right, so back on usual track then. 
Tell us about your last week of training. My last week of training. To be honest, Tom, I, I don't really... I feel that my training and my racing is a bit boring. <laughs> the way I've been running just now <laughs> training. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to whiz through it because I think there's more to talk about than just me and uh, my training and my racing. I think there's uh, definitely better, you know, certain better results out there and inspiring results and things like that, that we can, and stories that we can talk about. So my training, Tom... I mean, I did the 50-mile Balmoral Trail Race, and I I told people all about the Scotland Hill Race. I'm not going to ramble about that again. So I was hoping for a little bit. Same result, though. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Same result, second place. Um, And uh, to be honest, Tom, I was pretty disappointed, I must say. I mean, I'm not going to beat around the bush saying, that was okay, I I felt great. I'm going to be honest, this is my podcast, this is our podcast. It is indeed, Um, yes. So it's a reflection when it when we turn sixty years old, we can reflect back on uh, how things went. Um, but I, yeah, I just, I mean, yeah, I, I I was three minutes slower than I was last year, which I was shocked. I actually felt I felt that like I was running the same pace as last that's, year. I, 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 and this, I don't. This is not. This is maybe a bit tough love, but that's a lot. That is, that is yeah, a lot, mate. Yeah, Jesus, what happened? I don't know. That's like, a, that's like a kilometre, Tom. And I thought, oh, it must be a little... It's a bit muddier. Nah. The, the ground was rock solid. Anyone who says it was muddy and they were slower. But the only excuse I'm going to make is uh, people did think it was a little bit more humid. Um, but, I mean... I think you've got 100k in your legs. Well, they, well I that's mean, it. I keep you reflecting. I keep, yeah, that's it. I keep reflecting back going, actually, I, I did do 100k, you know, uh, three and a half weeks before, or four weeks before that. Yeah, four weeks before that. And, you know, I had two weeks of really, really easy running. And, uh, and yeah, and then now I'm like, um, yeah, I'm, now I'm getting back into it. So, two weeks of training really and my, my two weeks of training has been fairly gradual you know I had um, I don't really know what my mileage is I haven't uploaded everything on the Strava and manually uploaded it um, but yeah I think there's a lot of I, I know basically I think from that race I was really I wasn't upset because I've been running for 24 years well, you get to a stage. Did you shed a tear? I didn't shed. I, I was. I was. I was. Ang- not angry, but I was. You know, I did. I opened my heart up to Debbie. She, <laughs> right. she realised I was visibly upset. Oh dear. <laughs> and uh, and then it just got me thinking. Right, what do I? And then I obviously spoke to Lewis. Told him like I had a really shit run. Um, I'm. You know, I don't understand why I'm three minutes slower than I was last year. And and okay, I'm a year older, but I'm still. You know, I, I think I'm still. And I've still got. I've still haven't reached my peak in terms of distance running. Yeah, um, agreed, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, and I, you know, and I've got to remember the the British hundred k champs. I came third. I got you know I'm not bigging myself up. I got the fifth fastest time, fifth fastest Scott. Yeah, and eighteenth was it eighteenth fastest Brit. Brit. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and, and then you know, and I've, I'm in the GB reserve team for the World Trail Running Champs, and I'm doing the I'm in the elite, you know, the elite. Um, UTMB, UTMB, yeah. and uh, yeah, so there's a lot, a lot going for me. But I think I'm reflecting back, going right. Well, I, I don't think I can race every week and run really, really well each time. I think yeah. I need to start training more and recovering more. Um, but also, I think Lewis, what he mentioned was he, he thinks I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing the volume that I should be doing. Mm. Um, I need to be going into zone one so zone one being your easy easy running lots of that lots of volume and mm. really focusing on like 
you know, your faster high-end work, you know, the triangle, you've got your your wee triangle, really focusing on that quality at the top as okay. well. And I don't think I'm doing that. I mean, I'm starting to do it now in the next, last couple of weeks that's been coming together. So, yeah, so it's yeah. a bit of a wake-up call for but me. I was going to say, uh, for the 15 mile, though, dare I say it, you are, okay, 15 miles is still quite a long run, but dare I say it, you are an ultra runner now. Yeah, I mean, you so know, that's, what, that's what surprised me about the run. Like, I actually felt I was running okay. I mean, I didn't think, I was running poor I mean I, I knew that I lacked the speed I knew I haven't been doing much speed work at all so I knew I had I hadn't had that speed and you know Sasha Chetlin had a great run and he's um, in great form he's though. in fantastic form so I tried to hold on to him for a while and I think you know running with him initially and we had a massive gap and you know Jason Kelly had a great run he he must have yeah. absolutely stormed through in the second half because he was I couldn't see him behind me um, in the last sort of few miles, and he was only twenty seconds behind me when it actually came to the Blimey. to the finish. So he's another young young guy. Yeah, he's another, with it, yeah. you know, Jason's been on the. You know, you listen to all the episodes. He's been on the podcast a few times of he has his rise. Yeah. I mean, he was. I, I I I hope Jason doesn't take offence to this, but Debbie was running next to him last year, or the year before. I was going to say settle down year. year before because last year he edged me at the Braemar 10 well yeah Jason's in great form well, last it. year whatever race it was it, Jason was in the even I think he, <laughs> he admitted it he was like 20 I mean you could look at the results from last year he was like or the year before he was like half an hour slower than he was you know, or faster yeah. than he is now you know he's he, so he's come on incredibly he has and he's actually in, yeah he's in great form in, we talked about this exactly half I mean he did he also did the 5k the day before uh so yeah, he had, it's great great to see Jason coming coming on, and I think he has got he should take a lot of confidence from that too. Oof! So he was only ten seconds behind you. Ten seconds, but all, all, all I heard all I heard was somebody saying "sprint, Jason, sprint," and I thought somebody's got my name wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and then I looked behind. Oh, there's Jason. What's he doing? To be it was fair, kind of like a, another Hamish sandwich uh, <laughs> um, memory again I had from Scotty. To be fair, Sasha was only two minutes up the road. So Sasha he wasn't as quick yeah, as you I mean, were I last year. I could hold on to him. I could see him in the distance. And, you know, again, you know, the same course. I mean, if I was running as quick as I was the year before, I, I should have, I would have been mixing up with him. So I would have hoped anyway. But yeah, I mean, you, you know, it's a year on now. So, um, but yeah, you know, I'm I'm pretty happy with, uh, yeah, I'm disappointed, but I'm, I'm old enough and I'm wise enough to know that I can peak and I can still run well when it comes to when it matters. So, and that's the thing, you know, Balmoral's not a, it's not a national championship, it's not an international race, it's just a, exactly. it's just a local race, so, and, uh, in a, in a week's in, time you won't care about it. In a week's, exactly, exactly, and hey, you know, it was, it was good, good to get out and mix, mix it up, lovely location, anyone that hasn't ran Balmoral road races, I would urge you to get, get entered next year, I mean, I don't think you can enter yet, but, <laughs> Get yourself entered for it if you're not wanting to do the fling, the Highland fling, Stirling Marathon, the London Marathon. Yeah. All the, you know, that's another wee rant we've got here. Yeah. Three big races. We, I mean, we talked about, I think it was a week when you were on holiday and Cameron's here and someone sent in a rant about that. Yeah. And like, it's, what's that about? You know, you've got London Marathon, British Championships, Stirling, Scottish Championships. I get it. We've well, had the chat before. I don't get it. So I tell you what, let's, let's put, pause that till the rant section because London and Stirling is a, is a joke. If I'm, I'll put it out there. It's a joke. The scheduling there. Anyway, we'll come back to that when we talk about some seriously quick Scottish runs. Even if it was, you know, you, you've got, I don't know. I mean, it's a, yeah, it's, a, it's a, yeah. I try to get my head around it, but I, 
I get, you know, London, no, Scottish Championships, there was that rant about having the Scottish Championships in London, but, I mean, look, at, look, at, look at the field, look at that field, I mean, the, no disrespect to the, you know, oh, my, absolutely no any, disrespect any of the winners of Sterling, because it is a different course, and, and it is a different race, and, uh, you know, and but, I'm sure Mikey would have ran, you know, the guys who ran Sterling, they ran a faster time in London. Um, I'm sure they would have, but you've got a Scottish guy running 208 in or the same so on some Scottish Championships and you know a few hundred miles away you've got a Scottish guy running 208 at the same time and a Scottish guy running 214 and yeah. a Scottish guy running 220, 220 yeah. whatever Craig Ruddy yeah. ran so I just think it really it uh, yeah I, I've got I think good on, the good on the people who go to because Sterling it's a championship race so you go there and you're putting yourself out there for, uh, for national champs but I think when you've got You've got something on the same day, a major event like that. It's You're, such a big oh. marathon event as well. You exactly. Know, I mean, London is huge. It's a British championship. It's the British champs, exactly. Yeah, it's it, you know you expect every all the countries, all your top runners from all the different countries to be there. And you know, I know they had Loch Ness Marathon. Um, they had that as a Scottish championships, which is great. Because I think that's, that's better. To be honest, than, yeah, there's exactly. no, there's not any big. You know, the British Championships is six months late you know b- before that so um i think there's maybe you know something to think about as in right maybe the national championships has to be in autumn. the autumn yeah you know the fall time rather than for me it's going to be April. you make you make it london or you make it autumn yeah and it needs because if as long as london's the british champs remember two years ago uh, the Metro Aberdeen ladies won the British champs. Exactly. But you yeah. imagine if they hadn't won the they they did win the Scottish yeah. champs because it was the same day. Imagine if it had been like, uh, I don't know, it would be someone else. I'm not going to name it. It would be, be a random club would win it, and you think that's not fair because yeah. they've chosen, especially when they also name the championships late. And London, you need to commit early if you, especially if you're a GFA. So, anyway, a Scottish Athletics, if you if you are listening, if anyone from Scottish Athletics is listening, I, honestly, I I would love to hear some some feedback on the decision process with that is it because it has to be in Scotland is it does it do you want it to be in uh, in spring do you have a, a relationship with great run that we want to support more because they have the half champs as well in Glasgow of course yeah yeah so anyway so okay, it'd, be, it'd be interesting to know I mean yeah I mean I know there's pros and cons we you know there's a cross-country road running commission and I'm sure that the yeah. decision lies with them and or partly with them but yeah, it'd be. I think you know. For it, it, it's always it's always good to know the reasons behind it. And, yeah. Um, and I'm sure that that they are valid reasons, but there's always going to be disadvantages as well. I'm sure. So. Here's a question for you. We're, as always, we're sidetracking, but because what I was trying to one, I was trying to think why it couldn't be at London. So at London, the elite women go off early, right? I, I guess a rant for me. I, I don't know why. But do. so, but well, well, so they fair. so they well they do go off early. So who is the British champion at marathon? Is it Charlotte Purdue because she ran two twenty five off the elite star, or is it the fastest from the championship pen? Yeah, yeah. And does that therefore, which would be Steph Davis, I guess, Steph Davis, two thirty two, yeah. great run, yeah. Scottish as well. So, but if Charlotte, if who 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 was the second fastest female? Uh, was it Steph Davis? The elite. Yeah. Uh, no, the second fastest was not two thirty. Yeah, but say if they they were, you know, if that wasn't them two. Who would it be? It would be Steph Davis. So Tess Jones, Tess Jones ran 2.31 flat in London. Yeah. Lily Partridge ran 2.31.53. And then off the championship start, Steph Davis, you could argue she's got the benefit of running with men, Yeah. to be fair. She ran 2.32.38. She may not have run that off the elite start. But then it's not a true race. So that may actually that may be why 
Scottish Athletics don't want to put it London I, I don't, really don't know yeah. and I would love to know I'd love to hear feedback so so yeah what, who, who is the British champion then? is I, it I, more is it um, so, one of the non but the, the elite men start with the championship men so on, on the men's side it's quite straightforward but are, they the, but are they included within the championship though Ooh, I don't know because they should they, be they should be but I don't know if, I, I, especially again, when we've got the championship runner who went off at the start, the banter runner. You, see, you <laughs> yeah. saw it, didn't you? The banter start. So I don't know his name. In fact, uh, I think it's one eight eight eight. So whoever that guy is, what I did notice, I'm sure if you haven't watched the London Marathon highlights, you've got to watch this guy. And he's he's pretty shifting as well. I mean, he's uh, you know those boys are running. What are they running at the like start? Four 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 forties, four forty per mile. I did power. I'm sure many of you listeners also. Um, what was his power. number? Uh, I think it's one eight eight eight. Easy to remember. Yeah. So you obviously got a championship entry. There Richard go. Ollington, he ran two thirty four. Oh, that's all right. So he uh, he went... to split as well. No, did it? No, yeah. his first half was one thirty. Oh, sorry, beg your pardon. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was so he he ran one thirteen and then he must. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, one. Oh God, that was one twenty three for him then, or one one twenty. Right? Yeah. He, so actually, I'm completely yeah. wrong. He's so his up. first five k was sixteen oh four. Oh jeez. Oh jeez. But his first mile must have been four thirty. It must have been sub five minutes. Four forty, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, uh, yeah. But that's what that, yeah. we always talk about. That. That's the stuff of dreams. So exactly. One of yeah. your mates to go off at the start of an elite race yeah. and sprint the first mile with Kipchoge. And everyone would be like, look at that climb. But you know what? He, he, did, <laughs> he did. We talked about it the year uh, last week, didn't we? Two weeks ago. The Isle of Man Easter Festival of Running. Yeah. So he, when I powered the 10, power attend him. Yeah, that's, that's even a saying. Uh, he, he did that. So he's probably not in great shape because he's probably absolutely ruined from doing that a bit he had a pair of pink shorts on as well did he, a bit, did he have his vapour flies on though he did yes did he yeah, yeah. what a waste yeah on shoes yeah, what a waste got, of mileage vapour flies on yeah oh, wow. uh, mate come on that's not even a question worth asking anymore it's everyone had of, them on it's a waste of mileage if you're not even going to race he might have needed them for the first uh, mile though possibly yeah yeah so anyway that's uh, that's what's that boy's name Richard uh, Richard uh, Richard Ollington oh Sorry, folks. We're just going to pause the podcast there because that's a burrito on the on at the ready. Right, so that that's enough about it. We've just finished our burrito, folks. So we're back in the game. Uh, so Tom, after you've had your burrito, how's your training been going? Yeah. So this week's podcast is brought to you by Freshmex, bringing you the <laughs> finest burritos in Aberdeen. Damn, and that was some burrito, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, dynamite Jesus. burrito. It's heavier than me. There's no sponsorship here, but Freshmex, Ben Ward Run Beer put us onto the case with these. This is these are some seriously good burritos. They're so. dynamite, aren't they? Yeah. So um, was that not the one that caught fire a couple of weeks ago or a few oh, months no. ago? Was it? No, these well, are. No, I don't think so. Well, one one of the one of the burrito places in Aberdeen caught fire, and it's uh, I think it's just reopened again, so it could well be the Fresh Mix place. But mm, anyway, not. it's uh, it's, it's it, awful. A little bit more charcoal than usual. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was lovely though, yeah. and we're we're fueled properly for the second half of the podcast. Exactly. And there's a punk IP getting opened there. So, Tom, while you're drinking that, tell us about your, your 10 miles you did last week. My 10 miles? So I did a bit more than 10 miles last week. I'm cranking it. I might... I, well, I don't know how much you did. So I was... Good training week last week. So I had... Uh, obviously, Boston is now two weeks ago. And I've, the recovery's been pretty quick. And I want... I, it's been pretty quick. No, I felt... I feel good. God, I wish I, my recovery was pretty but quick. I, I think, I think this, this is twofold. Firstly... I didn't have 12 weeks of training in me. 
So I'm not recovering off a massive mar- to amount be honest, of blocks. You, what was your pe- what did you run two forty seven? It's not like you. Well, you, you, exactly. It's I not like you needed full to in. recover if you. No. To be honest, I said this at the time. The thing that really slowed me up the yeah. most was the sort of stitch. Mm. So I think anyway, whatever. I, I'm um, I'm feeling good. I had a good week last week. I got two sessions and actually I got a, a cheeky session hill reps on the Tuesday seven by th- three minutes, which was you know that's one of those sessions. I went into it and I was like. I did it at the club night, and the club were doing minute reps. I thought, you know, I'll go all the way up, I'll do three minutes. And you know when you do a first rep, and I thought, I'm not doing seven. The session was seven, I'm, I'm not doing seven, I'm going to do four or something. And I did the second, no, I did the second, I was like, no, I'm definitely doing four, I can't do it. <laughs> I get to four, and I'm thinking, oh, don't be a pussy, right, do five. And it was one of those nights where I actually, I was, I was still hitting the same mark. You know when you do a hill rep, and you want to see if you can get the same mark. I was still just clinging on to the same mark on the hill, I thought. I need to keep going until I fall off the cliff. And I never did. And I finished on the last one strong. So it's one of those good... So you did all of them. I did all of them. Yeah, and I got better at the end. Yeah. So it's a good lesson so that the, the, you should the, crack on. That is maybe not a rant, but um, one thing I was always told, always complete your reps when you do a session. <laughs> you know, I know a couple of people. I'm not going to name the names Bob. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. Thornhill. Yeah. I, I don't think Bob listens uh, to the show, but... Uh, when I was at the University Athletics Club, he used to run one rep. Uh, you know, say we we're doing the kilometer reps, he would run. He, he and he was he, he was an absolute whippersnapper of a guy. He would run his first kilometer in two forty. No, no word of a lie. Absolutely roasted it. He would then do another one at two forty, and then we would say we we're doing eight of them. He would then take two reps off. I never <laughs> And then he would go that. back again and do the, the other two. And then he would have another rest and then he would do the last one at like 220. No, maybe not 220. But I full out, yeah. Full out. And I was just like, come on, like, we're, we're, that's not the purpose of the session. Your, your goal, your race goal is the same as my race goal, is to do the 10K and get a fast 10K time. You're running those reps if you're running a... You know, if you're training for like a fifteen hundred meters or yeah, like a even maybe a push a three k, um, so I used to get awful frustrated with but I agree people with you. who 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 go they only pick and choose and hey we've all been we've all been there and done it but uh, what's even worse than that is every club runner will will know someone one of these at their club a one rep wonder someone who does <laughs> nothing for six of the seven reps or seven of the eight reps and on the last rep absolutely Boom. smashes it run and he's like going out in front of everyone and I always get really pissed off when someone's coming past me who's on the last rep who's been miles behind for all the reps and I guess it's good because it pushes me on but I'm just thinking come on man what have you been doing for the last <laughs> half an hour you've been but that, that's the thing though it's the, the purpose of the session is to consistently well maybe not it depends what you're doing but the, the purpose of intervals mainly is to run consistently unless you're you're yeah. wanting to mix up the pacing, mix pace sessions or, or something <laughs> yeah. I do, but you know, I've got one right wonder is someone who's yeah. just, who's just not been trying hard. Yeah, enough. yeah, yeah. You do five by a mile and you run your first mile at six minutes and then you run your last mile at five twenty, then you're that not really wrong, yeah. that's not the purpose of the session or it's not the purpose of the session for everyone else in the team. Aye. So come on guys, work together as a team, as a unit. Yeah, exactly. Push each other on. So I was Anyway, I, the, I got, anyway, good news is I got the session done. Felt pretty good, actually. And that was only a week after Boston, so that was good news. Rest of the week, pretty straightforward. I did a, we actually were down in Yorkshire for a wedding on last weekend. And Friday was one of those days. In fact, I said, I said this in the podcast. So Thursday night, went down. Avengers Endgame. 
amazing. Was that amazing? It was it? Yeah. amazing. No spoilers. No spoilers on here. Um, it was amazing. Go and see it. Anyway, I went uh, on the Friday. We were driving down to Edinburgh and we got, my mate was going to work who we were staying with early. So we didn't have time to do a session in Edinburgh. So we thought, we'll get on the road, on the road. And as we're driving down, we're meeting all Fiona's mates when we got down there. And I'm thinking, well, if we go there and we arrive, we see everyone who's already drinking, celebrating the wedding Friday night, I'm not going to get running. And Fiona had the same mentality. So we stopped. We pulled into Harrogate. You know, you've, you've done the oh, same. Yeah. You pull into a town, you change your running kit and then you go for a run. And it was one that I'm so glad we did it because I wouldn't have got the run in otherwise. We pulled it in Harrogate and it was like, we're coming in. What the hell's going on? It was absolutely heaving. Queues of traffic. It was the Harrogate Flower Show. Oh. Like, which apparently is a massive deal. So I said to Fiona, <laughs> I was like, right, plug into the phone, a, a sports centre near this, there's a park in the middle of Harrogate. That's Get the heat maps at the ready. Exactly. Find the sports centre. She's like, oh, no worries. There's a heat, there's a, um, we're in luck. There's a sports centre like a mile from the big park. I thought, fantastic. Park up there, change running got to the got to the sports centre where is the flower show being held this sports centre <laughs> so like we got in and I'm like we cute we, a, a yes. show, a sports well there's like a games Gosh. a games ground next to it which they were using and anyway so we got there and there was a little squash centre kudos to Harrogate squash centre went to the front door and said look I want to go for a run can I use your change rooms and showers aye no worries mate I said how much am I do you don't worry about it. Like, oh, <laughs> absolute legends. No, none of the flower show competitors are what they're showing. Exactly. Right? exactly. Yeah. So they're free for anyone. So after six hours in the car, we pulled over, got changed. I did three by two miles. It was a bit of a grim session after sitting in the car, but get it done. And you can enjoy your weekend because, you know, I've stuck to the schedule. Yeah. And actually, we then had a few beers on the Friday night. And on the Saturday morning, well, Fiona, to be fair, did her session. But it was on those weekends I thought, I'm so glad I didn't have to do the session. And then... Late night on Saturday at the wedding, Saturday, Sunday morning, got up and watched the start of London Marathon. I was feeling pretty ropey. I Dro- thought, because I kept messaging you, you weren't responding, I thought, oh, Tommy Boy's in, oh, in a bad way this yeah, morning. It was just like, <laughs> we were, also, this is one of these things, rookie mistake, we're staying in this cottage, went to bed late, and the, the cottage has got Velux windows, which we didn't shut the blinds. You know when you wake up like 4am, and you've got the sun piling in, I'm like, the I've got a sore head, I can't sleep. So no sleep, not enough sleep, not enough, uh, drank too much. Um, but anyway, got in the car, watched a bit of London Marathon, got in the car, tracked all the way up, got back to Aberdeen at half past five, and I was like, ah, oh. so you didn't even watch it on the TV? No, we had on the radio, yeah. Oh, man, so Fiona was on reading the radio? That, Fiona was reading that the splits to me <laughs> as we're going. But um, anyway, oh, we got... nasty. But the worst thing about it is, so you get back into Aberdeen at half past five, I'm feeling a bit rough. I've been driving all day and I've got a long run to do. And it was another day when I said, I'm not going to. And to be fair, I was I started the car journey going, I'm not running today. Forget the long run. We got back to Aberdeen. It was really sunny. So I said, right, to feel the first mile is always the hardest. Let's just go yeah. out and do a short run. And we went out and I had it in my mind I was going to do eight so miles. So both went out together? Though. Went out together, that yeah. Been Which was good. good. Yeah, it didn't motivate each other. Too. So we went We went out. I, I had it in mind. I thought, oh, sod this. I'm going to literally do six six miles. And do you know what? In the end, I did 16. Did the full 16? long run. Did the long I run. PM and a Sunday. I know. Yeah. It was grim. But again, it was one of those ones, get it done. I thought, I've abused myself for two days um, at a wedding. I should do this. So it was uh, it was good. Um, and it's it's one of those, I think I'm a big believer in the first mile is the worst. If you've got, if you're like worried about, um, if you're worried about going out or you can't be arsed, just put your shoes on, get out the door and you know if it doesn't come together maybe you do only do the mile but yeah. 9 times out of 10 you know you what it's do, like you right. feel better I think you're absolutely right I think that's an awesome uh, 
thing you've said because I've been there before and, and, and we've all been there and Debbie is a couple of times I'm like I, I, can't, I just have got no energy I've just come back from work I don't want to go out for a run I've been sitting we've just commuted back an hour in the car rush hour and you want me to go outside in the winter night it's the pissing the rain, worst, yeah. and I'm going to end up having to do 10 miles and Debbie's like just get out see how you feel and you'll be absolutely fine. Go and listen to TR. Don't <laughs> yeah. listen to TRS. <laughs> yeah. Certainly not the early episodes. Uh, or listen to an interview. Or, or put, put a podcast on. Or listen yeah, to music. Some music yeah. Get out there and just do it. Or do your session. Just get it out of the way. Or go on the treadmill in the garage or whatever. And you're right. That first mile determines whether or not you... you yeah. You, and sometimes you can not... You, you might not have it. And other, other nights you, or days you, you actually feel, you know what, I'm going to do this. And I'm going to... I'm so glad somebody told me to do it. So if you didn't tell me to do it, I wouldn't have done it. Exactly. So so that was, and I'm glad because that meant I rounded off a pretty good week, 62 miles, and I'm definitely feeling back. I had a couple of aches in my knee this week, which I'm just keeping an eye on. But yeah, it was good. That's it was a good, that's a good, good, week, a good yeah. set, good week. I mean, especially when the week before, I mean, you had Boston. Okay, your 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 mileage is a little bit false because Boston Marathon was on the Monday, but yeah, um, yeah, there's nothing the week before. But I mean, yeah, yeah you still. 40, 43 miles, 62, 26 so far this week. Yeah. He's getting so there. We're getting, he's, uh, we're getting back. He's, he's back, like. And of course, I'll, we'll preview, we'll do, we, well, I say we won't do any preview because we've got no start list, but I'm doing Baker Hughes on the weekend. I so like it. That's, tonight, a, yeah. that's well, a good well, benchmark. I'm going to say, it's not called Baker Hughes anymore. It's Sorry. Not, everyone calls it Baker Hughes now. Let's put this to rest, folks. Baker Hughes is no longer. <laughs> BHG. BHG, but it just doesn't have that that ring to it though, so I, I work you know I, I work in oil and gas and GE bought Baker Hughes yeah. and nobody refers to him as, as GE, GE Baker Hughes. 10k it's never yeah, exactly. it'll never it's take BHG off so the Baker Hughes 10k which will be a good benchmark for me so I'd, I, I don't know what I'm going to I've no idea what I'm going to run I would like to think I'll go under 35 I would like to think maybe maybe low 34s but I, it's one of those ones I don't know what shape I'm in as I was saying before I, I uh, think you know Boston. Baker Hughes can the ten k you know it starts um, it starts just at the beach ballroom near there on the promenade where you go you go around the harbour then you go up to the fitty end of the beach promenade you go all the way down to the bottom of Bridge of Dawn then you proceed your way back toward uh, up along King Street down Seaton Park and along Golf Road past Petodrey Stadium and then you you end up going back uh, up the wee hill past the graveyard the cemetery. Uh, take a left and you're back onto the finishing off at the beach ballroom again and it's a uh, it's a wind, like wind dependent yeah wind dependent and you know maybe in a way heat dependent but uh, to be honest Tom I mean I think you, you know you just have to I, I think for looking at where you are just now if I was you I'd just be running and seeing what exactly you're doing what we'll do. you know exactly. you know where you can where you need to get to and it's just going to take time and a bit like me you know you you're not this isn't your a race it's just a exactly it's a race to to do and and to to use as a a c a, a c race i would i would call it uh, and, for, uh, the, for the a races later on in the future exactly so it's yeah I, I quite like that when you go in and you've got no expectations and you know if it goes if it goes tits up it goes tits up if i absolutely uh are walking in but that'll be fine so anyway that's that's the plan for this weekend Exciting. So yeah. So I think uh, let's let's go back to London then. Yes. So we'll we'll try and keep it fairly brief, but which is fairly difficult with with TRS certainly yeah. with me on board. Um, 
But the the standout result then. So well, let's what? talk about the top three elites. Yeah. Top three elite females. Top three UK, and then we'll say top three what, Scots. Top three Scots, and then what our standout, our, yeah. our favourite. Top three locals. Locals. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or our TRS uh, fan base uh, top top results. So if we talk about elite now, you and I had a uh, a debate we, about the we, winner of London Marathon. Not only did we have a debate, we had a, <laughs> we had a bet, Tom. Right. Remember that bit? Yeah, I do remember that bit. I've already had a few suggestions as to what Tom's gonna, Tommy's going to be wearing uh, when it comes to the, the park run. Right. And I'm not sure the date, the date TBC, but I'm going to show you this. This is from uh, one of our loyal listeners, Kaz Addison. Uh, oh, yeah, Kaz. So here he goes. What, what, what did he put here? He, he's given, he's sent a little picture of a... Now, I think this is comedy. So he's got... Oh, my <laughs> goodness. A, a, it's like a tartan skirt... I'm, but it's uh, it's like a thong, a tartan thong. Uh, I'm not sure how to describe that on that audio. Is. What's it called? Nicker. It looks like it's Nicker's the first time I've bo- seen it. Knickers boxers glory. It basically looks like a kilt for your cock. Yeah, is how I would describe <laughs> it. And that's like the only pink, way to describe it. <laughs> there's a big fluffy bit at the bottom there. Is that not? That is. is that not? No, that's, that's a not, sack, is it not? It's not a sack. That's that's your sack. That's, that's, that's the sack of fluffy thing that goes on oh, top dear. of it. So there you go, folks. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to get Tommy to wear this because I think it's a bit harsh. Uh, it's also fairly inappropriate for yeah, public. Inappropriate too. So it's going to be. So what I'm going to say, folks, is I'm going to put this out to you now. What are the rules? That's dangerous. What are the rules um, in terms of what you're allowed to wear? Now it, ha- it has. It can't be bobbies or butts <laughs> hanging out. None of that shit. Yeah, I think. I think I need to be completely covered up. He needs to be covered up. Well, my, my, uh, your, your dignity my needs Johnson to be, needs to be covered your up. Your Johnston needs to be covered up. So, uh, yeah, so uh, well, that, that wouldn't take much to, to <laughs> sorry, Tom. Um, so yeah, that, that, and you know, I, I think you, you can have a, I don't know, do you have taps off? Tap, I can go taps off. You can go taps off. It's, it's not really, it's not, it's not a, yeah, it's not much so, of a sight. I mean, to be honest, it. folks, I mean, it wasn't really a bet, it was it? I mean, it, I was going to win, you know, unless Kipchoge pulled out. Yeah, I mean, do you know, it, it, actually, if we talk about the result, what really came to, in the last two weeks beforehand, I, you know, I, I was, there was no way Mo was going to win. And I, okay, <laughs> it was good to have the, the banner on the podcast, but he, Kipchoge is an absolute marathon god. I mean, he ran the second fastest marathon time of all time, 2.02.37, smashed the London course record. Unbelievable, but one what we talked about the top three, two or two thirty seven for Kipchoge, two or two fifty five for uh, Garamu, and two or three sixteen for Washi Hun. So who are they? So a who are they now? Are these vapor flies making a mockery of marathon times now? I mean, is this getting out of hand? That those times a year ago would have been. I mean, they would have all been inside the world record a year ago, didn't they? So the two guys are from Ethiopia. Yeah, because what was the world record that Dennis Kimmel had? It was two o two fifty eight, wasn't it before? So two o two fifty eight, yes. So that means that the second, so Garamu was a, was inside the old world record. We all talk about the two o one, which Tip Chogi ran, which was fantastic. But the old world record was two o two fifty eight. So the second place at London was well inside that. Kipchoge was well inside that. Wasi Hun was inside that. Um, now is this just a mental thing that everyone because we've seen people go fast it's almost broken the the mental barriers of what can and can't be done or when you I have to be honest when you see the front five or six all wearing the same pair of shoes 
it really makes you wonder. I think it, it makes you wonder, doesn't it? The, the shoe. Now, you know, the shoes aside, there was a recent article, I think they previewed the, the world record holder for mm-hmm. the half marathon. Uh, now, I don't want to put, I'm, you know, we're a positive podcast, but I don't want to put a negative on some of these times. But, I mean, you look at our history in, in terms of distance running, you only have to look at the 1500 metre final for the, the females and I think what 80-70% of them were, were dopers yeah <laughs> or were or had been or something like that so I we remember, had yeah. Abraham Kipton um, who who actually held the, the world half marathon record um, and he was lined up to run London uh, so he the couple of days before he got tested and he um, he, he ended up being tested positive yeah, so, that was, that I mean, was a shame. That, now, does that? I'm not. I, I haven't read up that much about this yet. I mean, does I have. Does that question mark is his world record yet? I think his world record has been. Has been stripped. Been stripped. Yeah. Wow, I wasn't. I wasn't aware yeah. of that. I mean, I could be wrong, but I. I think from what I've. So read, it was of, yeah, so yeah. October when he ran fifty eight eighteen. Yeah, and that was uh, where was that? That was Valencia. Yeah. I remember when he did. We spoke about that. Um, yeah, I mean that was so that uh, that's quite a sad one to see. You've got to assume that, you know... I mean, uh, you know, doping aside, if we look at the results and we look at what people were wearing, because, I mean, that's visible. That's the only, you know, it's visible that there's no hiding the fact that people are wearing Vaporflies and the next percent. So let's put up, you know, yeah. there's, a, there's a positive spin on it in terms of it's... It, it, there's some... I mean, the, the main focus of, of the Vaporflies is to improve running economy. yes which in turn will improve, has, you know, it will potentially improve uh, your, your running times mm-hmm. based on better running economy. Um, and, you know, the elasticity and the, the foam and uh, the return that you get, the return of energy that you get and the, yeah. the carbon plate. plate yeah. um, and so the, the idea of the next percent, so the, most of the elite guys are wearing the, the next percent, so... It's an improved version of the four percent vaporflies. Um, so, what do you know about the improved version? Do you know anything about that? So Tom? I understand it has fifteen percent more Zoomex foam, yeah. but that's all I really know. I don't know anything about the plate. I think the <coughs> I don't know if the plate's improved, but I think the um, I mean people are, again. This is we should be looking this up, but. Um, the va- I think the upper has improved a lot, so I think the initial four percent, well, the vapor five four percent had the upper was a little bit flimsy. So I think what Kipchoge uh, was yeah. reporting back was, um, when he was turning corners, he would his foot would slide slightly, mm-hmm. um, which I mean you know let's say his his world record in you know in Berlin there's not that many corners. No, but, not. You know, that's maybe talking a couple of seconds here and there. So yeah. the upper has improved a little bit more. There's a different material, so it should last a little bit longer. Um, and uh, and also the I think that the the is it the the set the offset or you know from the heel to the forefoot. I think it used to be was it twelve mil or eleven mil. Now it's only eight mil from the yeah. the, the heel to the forefoot. Um, so there's a little bit more stability in terms of when you're running. Is because of that, uh, and yeah, I think that's the main changes with uh, the, with the Vaporfly next percent. Would that be? Yeah, I mean, there's some interesting stuff I've seen floating around on the internet, and you know, some people are saying how 
the times that are coming out of it are incredible. I think what we maybe need to focus on is Eliud Kipchoge is, is an absolute god. I mean, what he's doing in marathoning is incredible. The consistency over time, you know, that's four Londons he's won. Yeah. He's running consistently fast. He never has a bad day. Now, I was sort of, okay, I was a bit tongue in cheek and saying I thought he was going to. Mo is going to beat him but to be honest the only way Mo will beat him is if he has a bad day and it looks like he's not going to have a bad day Yeah, I mean the guy you don't see him tune up you don't see him do anything I mean Kyle's got the, the next percent shoe on on here I think he would have run the same time in the in the we say old now the 4% I and think we, so too I think, I, mean, run, to be honest, I think he'd run the same time in a pair of plimsolls <laughs> yeah. I mean he's a, you know yeah well that's I think that we have to go back and strip the shoes back and go right Let's put everyone in the same shoe. Kipchoge is in it, it, the shoe. Isn't the reason he has got the world record? I, in my no, opinion, I, I agree. I, he's beaten every runner out there, every top marathon runner in the world. He will beat the way he runs, and he is head and shoulders above everyone else. Now, okay, the guys, the Ethio- the couple of guys, the Ethiopian guys, um, your Gurimu and uh, or Sahun, is that the right yeah. spell? pronounce it okay they weren't that far behind but I mean I think Kipchoge's got another gear when it comes to oh, and he showed that uh, the way he ran it yeah like he, he he just looked in control the whole way around it was just it's just in my opinion I'm I, you know I'm assuming he's clean um, he is the greatest distance runner of all time uh, you know again assuming every, you know Paul Radcliffe's clean as well and, yeah I think her and, uh, and, and Kipchoge are the, the top marathon runners of all time. Uh, so let's so talk about Tom. So what um, what do you think happened to Mo then? I mean, he's just not good enough. He's he's not good enough to. But he didn't even he, he didn't Kipchoge. even he didn't even he was slower than he was in Chicago, so he's he's clearly not executed that well. Yeah, but then you remember his first marathon was was it not two o eight or two o nine? Yeah, um, two o eight. I, I mean, yeah, I just. I mean, you, there's only a certain, there's a limit, isn't there? There's yeah, a limit everyone has a limit. In terms of how much you can improve, and maybe Mo is more suited to the shorter distances yeah. than, than the marathon. Uh, sure. He's still a good marathon runner, no doubt, to do a 205 and yeah. have the British record, but in my opinion, he's he's just not going to match the, the, the Kipchoge out there. And, you know, I, I, don't, I don't ever see Mo running a 202. What would be interesting to see is if he does race him in London. Not London, sorry, uh, Tokyo, the Olympics, where there's no pacers, it's a championship yeah. race. That is his only shot, I think. Yeah. But, you know, the minute, I mean, the, the London pacers, I think, went out at 61.30, so mm-hmm. 203 pace. And yeah. so, yeah, I mean, I think Kipchoge and I get split, actually. I think he would have, yeah. Yeah, he would have. I'm not sure, actually, but I would imagine he would have. And then I think Mo, I think Mo got, a, it looks like he got gapped. And, and that's, that's elite running, I guess. You know, you, you're going to, you got gapped at the end. Um, but that that's a sign of not being able to respond to the the, the pace and yeah uh, you know he didn't have it so and maybe in a burn up he might have been up there but nah not today. Kipchoge wasn't having a burn up yeah. was he? He decided not. I mean yeah. that is yeah, it's a fantastic run. So he's I will never doubt him again on the start line. Um, <laughs> on the just on the actually I was going to go to Cam Hawk. Yeah, let, come on. Yeah, let's, let's Cam, go to the top. top. He was ten, so he's yeah. still he's still elite. Um, I thought, I mean, that was an incredible run from Cam Hawkins. Well, 2-8-14 Scot- for a Scottish record. 14 Scottish record. Uh, you know, within, would they have been within the British record? What was Steve Jones's? Was uh, it 2-7? 2-7. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, 
third fastest time for Brit ever. Maybe but not. For, I could be. I, I could be stand. I'm sure there's maybe a couple of two hundred eight. But for a long time, guys, he was. Uh, uh, um, Hawkins was sat at two hundred six pace. Yeah. Well, that's it. Yeah. Until I think it was maybe mile nine. 18, 19, maybe even mile 21, 22. He was still hitting, yeah. hitting around that time. 2.805 was Steve Jones' time. Well, there you go. So what was... Which was World Record at the time. Yeah. And Hawkins ran... 2.807. Uh, Sorry, I've got too many results up here. Uh, where's my one? There we go. 2.814. 14. Blimey. Right. So he was only... And he's coached by Steve Jones, I think. So he was yeah. only... What's that? 10, uh, 12 seconds off. Yeah. So, yeah, impressive. So yeah, I, it's a phenomenal result for Callum, uh, for for British athletics as well, to get two guys in the, you know, the top ten in London, GB guys is is awesome, um, but certainly for for Scotland to to have, and I don't think we really knew what, you know, form Callum was coming into really. No, we didn't. We didn't really know if he was going to be, you know, I think his past couple of half marathons have been a little bit not sluggish, but. A little bit slower than we would have thought they would be for for the time he he, he ran uh, yeah. at London. So I think to see him, yeah, produce a time like that's incredible, and um, it'll be really exciting to see how he gets on at Tokyo. So yeah. that, but also initially he's taken up the spot for the World Championships. Yes, so as well. with Dewey Griffith. So just, yeah. sorry, I made a mistake. Just to go back, Steve Jones ran two o seven thirteen. There's a typo on that. There you go. Yeah, so that was at Chicago, Chicago wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so Calm's still a bit a minute off that. But you're right. So, Calm, we found it today that the Calm has been has taken up a spot at the World Champs in Doha, the marathon. Dewey Griffiths is going. Um, and probably a good segue into the elite women is that Charlotte Perdue's taken up a spot. Uh, she ran well in 2.25. And I'm not sure who the second spot is, but I know that uh, Steph Quill hasn't taken it up. No, she hasn't. No, no. So. Talking about the elites, um, let's just talk about Robbie. Yeah. Robbie Simpson. So he so had a PB. great run, a PB. Um, not sure what his reaction is to his, you know getting a PB is a PB is still a PB, and yeah. uh, I think he, he, you know without without predicting what he was looking for, and I think um, Robbie's in better shape than that. Yeah, I, I personally myself. think he he was he is as well. Um, you know he's been. Doing so well and you know, coming back from injury at the start of the year, he was he was in a, yeah. he wasn't in a great place and to to run you know a couple of low thirty minute ten k's okay it was a ten k but you know his half times have been coming down again and yeah. I think he'll be a, maybe a little bit disappointed with his time but it's still you know it's still a PB it's, and it's um, good. I mean under it's you know he's under two two fourteen it's a great it's a great run I just think he was he, he's. You look at some of the guys around him, even just a f- not that far out the road, and you, you would think he, he can he can keep up, he can mix it with them. So I think we'll see a faster marathon from Robbie next time. I think so too, yeah. yeah. So fingers crossed, uh, yeah. we'll see how that goes. But So on the women's side on the elite, so uh, the elite women was won by Bridget Koskai, who we we called last week actually, 218.20. Um, an absolute dominating run, almost two minutes ahead of uh, Vivian Chariot. Uh, She's also the youngest... Uh, winner of the London Marathon is that right I don't know how oh, old wow. she is mind you uh, I'm not sure it just has her down as 18 to 39 category then third place Rosa Derege in 2.20.51 so um, pretty good there we did one we thought Mary, Mary Catani might have done well she was a bit further back fifth in 2.20.58 a standout run in the elite women was Emily Sisson uh, US runner uh, 2.23.08 I thought that Molly Huddle was going to have a good run it turns out her training partner um 
Emily had a good run. Uh, Emily Sissonson, we talked about in the podcast once before, actually. She had a good. She had a, She ran really well at the Houston half. That was it. Oh, did she? Yeah. yeah. One um, of the standout performances for me was uh, Sinead Diver. Yeah. So she's a she's a 40-year-old. She That's ran crazy. a 224 as a 40-year-old. That's Holy incredible. moly. I mean, I, I say 40, I mean, it's a 40 to 44. She might even be older than that. But she took she took it. She took it. She took it at the start of the race. She was in front. She was pushing the pace on. Uh, I thought it was going to be a, a yak- what's the Japanese boy called? Kawuchi. Kawuchi. I thought it was going to be another one of these. You know, but apparently, um, diver is uh, has got some sort of Irish um, links as well. I think she's actually yeah, she's not married. Irish resident. Yeah, Irish resident. Married so Australia. I, I was. I I don't know this girl. Uh, I, the first time I've heard of her. Um, that's maybe my fault for not following the some of the the top female marathon runners, but. That was a, a great. That was a standout for the elites for me. Was was her result? Okay, she's Australian or Irish, but yeah, I, I was impressed by her time. Mm. Um, so yeah, there you go. So what about some of the other the the, the more G, the GB any other GB standouts? So we talked about Charlotte Perdue. That's a really good run. Two twenty five. Two twenty five. Yeah, I think she knocked four yeah. minutes off her PB. Wow. Uh, we also had Lily Parcher did a good run, and then off the masses start we had well Lily Parcher's run. I think it's, as quick as she's run before, but off the masses start, we had uh, Steph Davis, two thirty-two, Scottish so she, runner based in London. She wasn't running the elite field; she was running the the mass field. Yeah, championship yeah. start. Yeah, and did we already talk about that? I can't remember. We talked about yeah, we we did, didn't we? Whether Sorry. that's how that works. So actually, again, I'm not even sure where I would go to find out the results of the British champs. If I look at Power Ten and sort by British ranking, it will include Mo and it will include uh, Charlotte. But I'm not sure where it'll where it. Anyway, if a listener knows, let us know. Uh, we will try and look it up and maybe advise on that next week. But anyway, really good to see a good run from um, uh, Kyle's batteries running low. Kyle's battery is now plugged in, so we're all good. <laughs> Sorry. Other right, so we talked about elites. Let's talk about. We even talked about Scottish top Scottish runners. Let's talk local. So our our pal, our he's a he's a team member of TRS. He's been on a couple of times. Hero of the day. Chris Richardson. Rico. We love you, Rico. Rico, you, you are the TRS celeb. You know, we, we move over, Kyle and Tommy. Oh. <laughs> Kate, babe, and Tommy, move over. So, for those, obviously, Kyle and I talk about our mates who we train with on here. So, people will be aware of Chris Richardson, right? Chris ran a stellar 230, <laughs> 40-something in Tokyo six weeks ago. No, let's rewind back. His first marathon. What time did he run? I have no idea. Wasn't that like 2.40 something? Oh, his first? No, no, I think... All right, let's go back a year. So London last year, one year ago, because I ran the same day, Chris ran 2.39. Yeah. So that's that was April 2018. Forward to February or March, whenever it was, Tokyo this year, 2.30.52 after a really good block. Chris is a top marathon trainer. He knows what he's doing. Brilliant run, 2.30.52. And you think, you think to yourself, that is a big PB. Seven, eight minutes, you know, really big. Six weeks later, and this is a guy who, I can say this because he's a mate and because he's got a stellar result, so he won't care. He's bitched and moaned for the last six weeks about how shit his legs are feeling. <laughs> and then he's rocked up at London and he's only gone and absolutely smashed it out the park. Now, and also, the thing he's done in both. So he did this in London last year. He did this in Tokyo six weeks ago and he's done it again. The negative split. The good old negative split, Tom. Now... His first half was was it not what one, one fifteen? 
Yeah, so he went through halfway and I'm going to bring up results so I can be accurate. 115.13, which is very sensible for a guy who's just run a 2.30 mm-hmm. and change. You know, that's yeah. pretty much split his PB. Now, from there, you would think he split his PB, which is only six weeks old. He'll probably run that again. Yeah. No, not Rico. So what was, his, what was his split at Tokyo then? Was it like 116? Uh, I think it was similar to mine because I remember him like, saying it was like was 76... It, yeah. 20 or something, so he's, got out, or something. he's gone out at London a minute quicker a minute quicker which is a great I, which is a really sensible strategy and I'll be honest I had Chris pegged at 229 right for, for London <laughs> you think he can go out and find a minute no no not enough for Rico so Chris <laughs> has gone out in 115.13 and he's come back to run a 228.38 so in the space of 6 weeks he's found 2 minutes on his PB a time which he'd already found eight minutes on. Yeah. I, Unbelievable. I, I, that's amazing. Uh, I, yeah, kudos to, to Rico. I mean, I gave him a little message and a little warning sign from, from me to watch my back a bit more, you know. <laughs> not just me. I mean, I'm not bringing it to me at all. I am, but I'm not. But I think what... Um, but, like, he's upped his game. He's upped his game again. He's, he's brought it to a new level, which is... Honestly, what you want, it's, you know? it, that is an, it's an amazing run. And... Yeah, he should. We'll get anyway. The good news is Chris is coming on the podcast, so we're answering all the screaming girls' uh, <laughs> request to get him on, which will well, be all the, the, really good. So many of them. So we're really excited because a, it's going to be great banter getting Chris on, but b, I'm, we're really keen to hear how do you. I want to know how he did this. What is what his strategy was? How he planned it? Because he is so meticulous, and also what's amazing is his first half. It's bang. Every K is bang on the same. I mean, it's it's so. Meticulous, you know, three thirty-five, three thirty-five, three thirty-five, three thirty-four, and then through the second half, I'm going in sort of consecutive five k blocks here. Three thirty, three twenty-nine, three thirty, three thirty, three twenty-seven, three thirty-two. I mean, it's it's the stuff of dreams, Guys. and it, it. To be honest, I think he can go again because you look at that and you think, if maybe a slightly less negative split, could he find another thirty, forty seconds and go sub two twenty-eight? I think he can. I, that's it. I mean. It's that red line. If you can find your red line and you can just work below that red line, just right below that red line, you can do pretty well at a marathon. And, you know, and it's not just about finding that red line. You've got to have the backup as well. You've got to have the support endurance. You've got to have the, the training behind you, the mileage, the volume. You've got to have the speed in your legs, all that things, bring it together, nutrition, sleep, recovery, all that stuff is, has came into play. I mean, it's not just going into a marathon with no, you know, you can't just rock up to a marathon and run a PB. I mean, you can if you've never done it before. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but we, yeah, I think it's it's inspiring to see what Chris has done, and not only it, it Chris. Is, I mean, yeah. there's there's some stellar results that you know, even in the local scene. So let's stick local yeah. then. Let's yeah. pull up. So, uh, let's go slightly even quicker. Not even quicker. Now this is for me. Rico's result is one of the standouts from a, a, a kind of local perspective. Um, but I don't know. I think this one, I think, I think this, this is a bigger result. It's a bigger result for personally. Tom Roach. So Tom Roach is, he's, he's a veteran V40. Uh, now, now Tom's PB a couple of years ago for a marathon was, do you know? Well, let's, if we rewind it last year, right, in the first podcast, 
one year ago, we talked about Rico one year ago. One year ago, we talked about Tom because he ran what we described at the time as a sensational 2.33 to be, I think he was what, at Sterling right, yeah, and he yeah. got a medal yeah. at the National Marathon Championships, which I still stand by that. That's amazing. So 2.33 a year ago, and he's only going to found in a year six minutes. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Yeah, so overall... Uh, Tom's tight placing wise what, what did that so get? he was he was 227-22 44th overall 7th vet yeah I mean unreal I mean the, the, these vets who are ahead of him are they're the top internationalists uh, you know uh, Nick Torrey and uh, I think there's another guy uh, and was Andy no I don't think Andy Davis is a vet but a couple of vets who are GB internationalists are former GB internationalists. So, but on on Tom's yeah. time, so Tom, and again, I, I say this, it sounds like I'm I'm sort of, in, I am blown away by this. I'm absolutely blown away. I, it's incredible, Tom. We're so impressed. Tom ran a half marathon PB earlier this year. I say earlier, March tenth, not that long long ago. Inverness, seventy two thirty one. He's gone and split seventy three fifteen. If you divide his time by two, his actual split was let me get this one right again his actual halfway split was 73.14 sorry so he's gone through halfway 39 seconds off his PB <laughs> at half and he's only he's not faded it's amazing yeah. it's an absolutely it's an inspirational yeah. run it, it's so okay I think we've we've blown Tom's trumpet a, a lot now so well done, Tom! Fantastic result, and quite rightly, uh, you deserve to have your trumpet blown <laughs> by us. Uh, so, on a similar note, in terms of splits, our good old pal Stuart McDougall. Yes, this the, is another favourite. Uh, one of our mates, uh, such a positive guy, inspirational guy, uh, living in uh, London now. He, yeah. he was living in Aberdeen, and yeah, Fulham Harrier. He's always going to be a. I met with Aberdeen even though he never joined the club but he did wear a vest once he did wear a vest once even though he never had a member but anyway <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sorry Stu so what I would say about Stuart's time is I, I looked at halfway and I thought Stuart McDougall he's on track for a 226 I thought holy moly this is incredible so uh, he, he was yeah he was just going I think he just grabbed it by the balls and just went for it and just wanted to see what happened, you know, see what happens and, and just run as hard as you can. So I think Big McDougall was what was his PB before he was going so, to Well I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you two PBs, right? His PB before this for a half marathon was seventy uh seventy five thirty two, right? That's his PB for a half marathon, which was only in February this year. He went through before we even give you his his result he went through halfway, so 75.32 PB. He went through halfway in 73.14. <laughs> How does that happen? How do you find... McDougs is a guy who races a lot. I'm, I hope he's listening. You're a, a hero. You've only gone and found two minutes. What are you doing in these half marathons? Do you know what? He's just texted me just now, Tom. You, you, I, I, honestly, I'm not... No word of a lie, right? I, he just gave me a text a couple of minutes ago. So he's just taken a picture of uh, of Big Charlie Harper, uh, the British Hundred Kilometre Championships. The Essex uh, Casual, the winner um, of of that. The Essex Casual, best wishes from Charlie. Kiss. Nice. <laughs> and McDougall's having a knock. Uh, he's he looks like he's about to smash him up, and so does Charlie. He's an angry an angry man. And McDougall, he's he's a big 
big guy as well. So he's actually uh, towering over. Surely, towering surely he's not racing tonight. So I don't know when. Three that days is. after marathon. Maybe now he surprised you know, me. I'm glad he's alright, but he was he was in a medical tent at the end of the marathon. So we used to go back to his marathon because it's entertaining and inspirational at the same time. He's got the balls to go out at that sort of pace, a pace he's got no right to go out at, <laughs> to be quite honest. And he's only gone and hung on, and he ran two thirty four. He so he's PB. So he's PB'd over a marathon and a half in the same race. I'd love to do that out. That'd be like you going out at sixty seven minute pace oh. and hanging on. I would hate to look the the, the net. The state, the state that McDougs looked at at the end. I mean, can you can you rewind? Can you see people's finisher movies? You can, yeah. The BBC Red Button, I think, has got. I hope a, you don't screen. mind McDougs, but listeners, have a look at Stuart McDougal number. What number was he? He was number sixteen oh five. Sixteen oh five. Have two, a look at his finisher time. Two thirty four thirty one. He is an absolute hero, and remember that's someone who's come in with a PP, uh, having done it the hard way. So. What makes well, a couple more results we'll talk about locally, but and Scottish wise. But what's really interesting? So you've got that's two examples there of guys who've gone out hard compared to what their half marathon PB is actually and hung on for a good time. Chris the other way around, a bit more easy, yeah. a bit more negative, yeah. very tactical, very very planned, very well executed. Um, it's interesting. So th- that that brings me on to talk about how you know for you, Tom. What do you think? would be the best way for you to execute a, a fast marathon time. From you've, I've said this before, I'll say it again, I'm a convert to the Rico school of negative splits. I mean, one, on his stats, right, he's gone past 126 people in the second half of London. He's not been overtaken by a single person. Mentally, that's such a good feeling. Just to go through people, of course you're going to get faster and faster. I mean, he put six minutes into McDougal in the last mile and a half. You know that. You see the state of him, though. Poor McDougal, you know. But but that's the thing, though. I mean, if McDougs was to go out a minute slower, he might have actually ran two minutes faster. Yeah, I think an e- I think a, an even split, slightly negative is I think is probably the optimal. And you look at Kipchoge negative splits. You know the most. I think there's a stat like all world records from five k upwards are run negative split. There's you know it's it's not. A secret, but it's not easy to do. That's what you have to have a good handle on what shape you're in, yeah, and be confident. I think that's, the, the, that's the, the key is you really need to know where, where you're at in terms of your fitness levels and how where your red line is. It's finding that red line, isn't it? Yeah, others just to touch on some other Scottish results. So, we had um, Craig Ruddy had a, a good run, Craig was 220 2.20.29. So good to see Craig running well again uh, over the marathon distance. Other Scots that we had in the marathon, uh, we had Avril Mason, who's a Shettleson runner. Really good run from her. Avril, Avril's a V45, and she ran 243.54. So that was strong. Um, on the men's side at London, we also had... Uh, so we've talked about Calm, we've talked about Robbie. To say guy to Baldy, Shettleson was 217 flat a bit off his PB there uh, who else did we have at London Del Rey of course you know Del got a silver in the the um, uh, in the world championships yeah, yeah so he was 227.08 big PB for Del uh, behind him Tom Roach Chris Richardson John Sharp and Verclyde in 229.55 Ian Reid Cambus Lang 230.20 who else we got Gregor Yates from Bella 230.48 Oh, sorry, that was in Rotterdam, beg your pardon. Um, 
a few, yeah, a few more. I mean, plenty. You can see on the list. These were on Power of Ten. Loads of London results there. Uh, you've got Terence Forrest, Karen Gorm, nice club there, two thirty one twenty two. Leon Johnson, Edinburgh AC, two thirty two seventeen. Um, Donny Mc, no, he was. In, we'll come to Sterling. Ian McDonald, Edinburgh AC, two thirty four twenty for PB again. Well done, Ian. McDougs, we talked about Sean Lyon. Sean Lyon was in Boston. Was he? Yeah, and he's run a PB. Jesus. Oh, no, sorry, that's Bo- that is Boston. Bigger part. I'm reading Boston Line. <laughs> sorry, I think we've gone down far enough. Anyway, yeah, a load of good I results there. I think a couple of bi- good old uh, Billy Gibson as well. Yes, of course. Billy's been on the show. Billy ran a, a well-deserved PB. I think that's Billy's... I think it might be his first time under 240. 238-16. That's brilliant. Um, There's yeah. a couple of other people. Stuart um, Livingston. Kostorfin. Yeah. Yeah, who, did, who we famously got club wrong. So Stuart ran two thirty six forty two. Um, we've got our man Ben Ward run beer two thirty seven fifty three. Bit of a disappointing day for Ben. He's going to go faster in the future. Ben, who is uh, Ben's taken some abuse in the second half. Of the, I say abuse. I think it was encouragement. But he's had a couple of TRS fanboys shouting, "Do it! For, do it for TRS!" Whilst he's whilst his wheels have been coming off, which can't oh, have been so geez. pleasant. So sorry for that, Ben. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean. Do you know what I must say, Ben? You've had, you know, you, he's had a really good ten k time, so it's not all doom and gloom. He's definitely on the exactly. way up, and we all have disappointing races. I mean, just go back to episode whatever it is of of hard mirrors, and you can <laughs> yeah. have a listen to that, and that'll keep keep you entertained. I'm sure. Whatever one I would say is, did we speak mention Ian Carroll? No, we didn't. No. So Ian Carroll, uh, a V forty, so he ended up going his first sub forty. Um, so yeah well done to Ian Car- yeah. Carroll a big shout out to Giffnick North and his uh, coach Bernie as well so yeah well done well two, done to Ian as well 239.25 there for for Ian so. great just to get under that 240 uh, barrier as well I mean do you know the numbers we've talked we've already ranted about it this says it all look at all these Scottish times at London you've also got There's Andrew Andrew White 238.58 Mike Houston 230 oh, it's Chichester uh, Daryl Reed, East Kilbride, two thirty-eight, sixteen. You know, we talked about Billy. We talked about Ben. There's some serious number of Scots running in London um, alone, and it just makes you think: why not make that the Scottish Championships? Yeah. You know, or you know, all these or guys least, have given, uh, or at least you know, if it is just the British, and you know, get the other guys to to have a big major marathon, a fast time, and then have a Scottish marathon championships uh, but, later on in the year. You know, and okay, you might. You might still get, you might not get the, the times, but you're still getting the the championship feel to it. But you imagine that, there's about, must be uh, 30 guys under 240 in Scotland at London alone. Can you imagine if you had, I don't know how you would get this to happen, you've got them all lined up running at, lo- at like Stirling. Scottish championship That would be amazing. You know, a little like, Scottish wave at the London I like Marathon. that, yeah. Or we a blue number, yeah, a tartan yeah. number, <laughs> yeah, a TRS wave, yeah. London marathon. There you go. Anyway, so we've we've banged on about London quite a lot. Um, yeah, there's too many people to to continue to go through, but some great runs. Uh, yeah, I guess throughout the field, you know, it's uh, it's really good to see. Right, next result. Shall we move on then? We'll start we started well. We're, we'll Sterling. Crack on, it's probably a good time to move to Sterling then. It, it is so. So obviously we spoke about Sterling Marathon. Uh, I was initially thinking of doing it, but in terms of recovery, it just wasn't to be. So I decided uh, I'll do another. I'll do a, 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 a shorter race. So that was the Balmoral 15-miler, but we'll speak about the Balmoral races in a wee minute. The Sterling Marathon, I don't know a huge amount about it. Um, 
based on but more about just the splits that I was checking for the people who were who, who were racing. The only standout for me was um, when I looked at halfway, Kevin Wood from Fife, who got a silver at the Scottish Cross Country Championships, is that right? Yes, yes he yeah. did, that's um, right, yeah. So he was, I think he went out pretty, you know, pretty confidently. Uh, uh, he was on pace to be running about a 223. Uh, oh, really? When it, get, when it came to about mile 18. I don't know, mile, certainly halfway anyway. Uh, but this, but anyway, cut long story short, Michael Wright prevailed and uh, ended up taking the the Scottish Championships for the second year in a row. So well he done, did, to Michael yeah. Wright in two twenty nine fifty something I think or two yeah. two twenty nine something. Um, so yeah, I haven't got the results in front of me just in front of us just now, but that's you know, that's the the main scope for the, the Scottish Marathon Championships. And I think third place was uh, Donny McDonald. Yep. So oh, Donny ran. I'm not sure it was a PB for Donny, but you know it's uh, first vet as well. Uh, so he's taking the he was the substitute for Tom Roach this year. Yes. <laughs> and uh, got got the v, the v, the veteran prize as well as the um, yeah as well as the bronze senior as well. So well done, uh, Donny as well. Yeah, so good to see him there. On the women's side, it was a, another central runner winning that. So Jennifer Wetton, who we we actually we thought would have been a heavy favourite going into it. And sure enough, Jen won that. She also won the, the same title at Inverness five years ago. So good to see Jen still running at that high level. So Jen was uh, won the race in 2.56.06. Second place was Leslie Hansen, Inverness Harris in 3.03.50. And in third place, Rona Van Rensburg of Fife in 3.05.55. From a team perspective, it was uh, Inverness Harris for the win in second, which was uh, second, followed up by Fife AC and in third place, Maury Roadrunners. Oh, wow. Bronze oh. national medal. Well done, Maury. Wow, well done, Maury. Uh, uh, that's uh, two Northerners there for the, 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 the males there. Yeah. Congratulations. And in the women's side, it was Central AC for the win. Lanuthgo AC, great result for them. Second place and in third, a Perth Roadrunner. So good to see some of the slightly smaller clubs, you would say, featuring there. Just on the, the vets, because we like to go through that as well. Um, the Masters we were we was must have been won by Donny McDonald. Yeah, so Donny was the was the Masters champion. Second place, Paul Monaghan of Greenwich Glen Park Harris, and in third place, Alistair Campbell, Murray Roadrunners. Um, in the women, it was a win for. Sorry, these results are. A great run, they're not so well presented. Rona van Rensburg of Fife for the win. Uh, second place, Rona Anderson, Dunbar Running Club, and second, third place, Ali Chong of Gifnick North AC. So, yeah, well done there. Uh, that's the I think that's the crux of it that I've got. There was also a half marathon though in Sterling. Of so course, we yeah. had the, the win there. That wasn't a championship running, but it was still uh, a well, well attended race. Matty Sutherland, Central AC for the win, 69-59, yeah. Sub-78. Uh, and then uh, the women's result was, was a, it was a win for Fiona Matheson. Who's a V, is she not a V50? Is she? Yes, yeah, yeah, she will she be, yeah. Phenomenal athlete. Yeah, uh, 8250. Yeah, uh, uh, again, you know, she's she's not she's not going, She's her times are still up there and there's, there's no sign of her getting slower, that's for sure. Mm. So well done. This is another rant though. We're ranting as we go tonight. But So I click on results on the thing, on this. And the only way to get the great run results I can see is, is on searching by name. There's no way to, to take results 
you know, to get results less. Now that's is, know, yeah, especially have, for a championship race, yeah. you know. Can you not go a full search? Go a full search. All right, I stand corrected. Sorry, I should have told you. Kyle's, yeah. cor- Kyle's, uh, Kyle's been searching. I've been just been watching him. I didn't tell him what he was doing. Sorry, that's my fault. So yeah. Anyway, that's so in the half. That was Matthew was uh, Matty Sutherland was followed up by teammate Lewis Miller, Central AC one thirteen thirty six, and third place was Martin Brown of Kilmarnock Hires in one thirteen fifty two. Uh, just on the women. On but the- again. You know, typical filter. You've only got elite men and masses, but you don't actually have. You the don't females. have women. That is very absolutely good. terrible. Very good. Very good. It doesn't even have an F sign on it. Great run. Need to sort the results out. I'm sorry. Um, on the women, I'm not going to be able to find no, it. I'm not going to be able to find sorry, it. Sorry, sorry, ladies. Um, yeah, we we obviously know Fiona was the Fiona Matheson was the winner in one twenty two. Do you know what? It doesn't even say that she's. There's a vet. I know, that's terrible, isn't a it? Vet, vet sign next to it. That is really poor. Yeah. Anyway, so, what other result do we have? Well, I think we might as Run well Balmoral. move on to Balmoral, yeah. Run Balmoral, we'll, we'll crack through these ones um, pretty quickly, folks. So, yeah, so we had the 5K to start with now. Which was the, tasty. It was, wasn't it? I mean, I was I was looking forward to the, the winner of this. It would have been a great wee race to watch. So we, Cameron Strachan... Cameron Russell Strachan prevailed yeah, big, once again. Yeah. I say once again. I think this is his first win. Um, so he ended up winning in 1444. 1444, yeah. Yeah. Uh, followed by Alistair Hay in 1451. And then, yeah, a few, uh, a quarter of a minute, but 15 seconds back led Kenny, Kenny Wilson in 1505. So the top three were head and shoulders above. Yeah, the rest of the field. Um, that's a really oops, sorry. That's a really impressive field, though, isn't it? It is, isn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. And uh, what I would say about that, we had uh, Jason Kelly. So I did mention Jason Kelly ended up uh, running the fifteen mile race and coming third in that. Um, but yeah, uh, sure, yeah, not far behind me. And I only did one race. <laughs> uh, but also Jonathan Peebles is back back on it again um, and <sighs> ended up running a sixteen oh five. So a huge personal best for, for Jonathan so well done uh, Jonathan female wise Tom so the females it was uh, uh, not really a surprise but it was Morag Miller for the win 1619 uh, Central AC second place Jenny Bannerman 1716 I think Jenny might be a bit disappointed with that I think we've seen Jenny go quicker than that um, and in third place Gemma Cormack 1753 so uh, it was all good I was actually running with Cameron on Monday night Cameron was giving me I thought this was a cork of a story. They're all lined up apparently for the race mm-hmm. to start this race uh, for the five k. And the front folk want to do some strides, but they put they say no, no, you can't do that. The timing mat's down. You can't run over the mat. It will start your thing. Yeah. And uh, I understand. And uh, she, I'm saying this without any permission, Morag. But Cameron told me so. We'll we'll, we'll go with it. So apparently Morag decides I want to do strides. He's like no, no, you can't do that. You go go strides that way through the masses. So <laughs> what does she do? Vest off. Just the vest comes off, <laughs> strides us in sports bra straight over the line to do to do strides over the the mat, yeah. which is uh, I think that's spot on, and that is another example. Of ah, race yeah, yeah. I was going to say, why did she take her vest off? That's got, sorry, the bib's got the yeah. the bib's got the chip on it. That's right, yeah, and that's yeah. another example yeah. of race organisers. Just think think about the folk at the front. If these folk are at the front of a race, they want to do some strides. You know, turn the bit, turn the mat off. You surely it's can turn the mat off. It's not going to make a difference, really, is it? I mean, to turn the mat off, yeah, if it was a huge. Hundreds of thousands, but this you can still be in control of the top, the, the you know the top 
part of the way. Yeah. Um, I think that's genius. So if now, if I've ever got a doubt about, oh, is it... Taps my, am I, Yeah. If, <laughs> oh, am I going to go over the line? Just taps off. That's <laughs> yes. the way to go for it. That's genius. That is brilliant. I love it. So well done to Morag for, for that ingenious idea and inspiring some of the, 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 the athletes to make sure that they get up to the get their taps off. So, so 10K? 10K. So the 10K is... Um, the 10K is a, a, a fairly, not a speedy, it's not a PV course, but it's uh, it's got a, a hill. It's got the hill, they hill, say. Um, the hill. But it's not really a hill. It's a little bit of a hill. It's nothing, nothing to cry about, folks. Um, anyway, so Andy Douglas, although there's a hill there, he still ran a, a 31, 30, 38, 37, sorry. As you do. Uh, followed by uh, one of my, half of my Hamish sandwich, Hamish Wolf. The bread. And, uh, <laughs> the bread of the Hamish. Uh, the top part of the, the bread uh, in 33.58. So, you know, pretty swift time yeah. in that course. Um, so, well done to Hamish Wolfie. And uh, we had in third place, Rowan, is it Rowan Boswood? 34.56. No idea who you are, Rowan, but yeah, no, no club associated with you. Um, but yeah, well, you know, that's a, a great time if you're, if you're not, if you're a beginner or if you, yeah. you, you just run by yourself. Kudos. Fair play. Uh, in terms of the females, what have we got female-wise? So it was a win for Metro Aberdeen's Claire Bruce, 39.57. Alison Matthews, also Metro Aberdeen, 41.43. And then back a bit, uh, yeah, Tracy Brogan, no, unattached in 42.12. So, um, yeah, not a good win for Claire. I think she was defending that title. And then the following day, we had the 15-miler. We did. So we talked uh, about the men's result already. Yep. Yeah. Um, obviously we have Alex uh, Chaplin, Sasha Chaplin winning on the women's side Marie Baxter off the back of her Boston run she was 144-14 first overall and first vet uh, Kerry Prize who is a she's a work colleague of mine I was running with her oh, lunch today really okay yeah. I didn't know that Kerry, do you know what she uh, I don't know if Kerry listens to this but she uh, she's speaking to Debbie because she knows Debbie kind okay. of um, and, and Kerry was like Hope you don't mind me asking. Are you pregnant? <laughs> and Debbie, she initially the way she said it, she's. I hope you don't mind me asking. And Debbie was like, I hope she's not going to ask who, what my name is. <laughs> but anyway, she she was like, but that awkward thing. Are you pregnant? Yeah. And I was like, Debbie, you should have said you weren't. It would have been hilarious. Yeah, that would have been just fine. <laughs> <But> no. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, she she obviously said yes, and uh, yeah, well, great, you know, great, great run for Kerry, and uh, yeah, really nice girl. And in third place, you had the Shetlander. Yeah. I didn't realise she was a V40. She looks uh, a lot younger than V40. So what I love about this name, Charlotte Black Club, Charlotte Black. But then everyone's got that. I, th- I saw no, um, Andrew Douglas had uh, Andrew Douglas down. Oh, really? I reckon it's some of the elites have got have been given like you know, well, their names yeah. as a club. I don't know, maybe not. But um, but yeah, anyway, good good run for Charlotte to, to claim the, the third place in the first vet. Yeah, very good. So all in a good result. Do you know I'm? It, it's an event that I haven't been to in about five years. Run Balmoral, and there's always something. It's usually London Marathon. This year has been a wedding, but I'm, I really want to go and do the fifty mile next done week. The Balmoral races. No, I have, but not in five years. Ah, okay. The last right. five years, yeah. either I've been running London, Fee's been running London, or we've been at a wedding this That's year. Right? So. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Bit of a bit of a shame. Anyway, ne- maybe next year. Next there year, are great time. results, next great year. races if you want to go up, folks. Yeah. So. The last one, maybe results-wise, we want to speak about. It's the Highland Fling. So 
Well, uh, in fact, I haven't got the results in front of me. Have you? No, you won't. Will you? No, you, uh, you are the ultra representative so on the show. This is really bad, but uh, actually, uh, I did follow some of the results. Um, so I'll try and get them up while we, we yap away here. So the Highland Fling, um, I did it last year. It's a fantastic race. Um, how, how did you get on last year, Kyle? I don't want to. I don't want to brag tell, about it, Tom. You, tell us, this, you're, you're like, you're, this may be the last time you can say it. It's the Scottish Championships last year, and uh, I ended up doing okay. I yeah. ended up getting the win, and uh, I, I no longer, as I mentioned earlier, I don't yeah. have the win anymore. I don't have the, the, the title. It's gone to someone else. So you've got the results. You're just loading them up just now. Your I laptop's do, yeah. a lot faster than mine, Tom. So John Hammond held on for the win in uh, 7.30 7 hours and 30 that is not 7 minutes it is a 53 mile ultra uh, along the West Highland Way so great result for, for John looks like what, he led it, most of the way he, he did he led most of the way and he had a fair gap but what he what yeah what he did do is uh, he, the boy Sam Humphrey from I think he's from England Victoria Park Harriers I, I noticed he uh, he pulled he, he caught up with, with uh, John and actually you know, in the last bit for for John, you know, for for John Hammond to hold on, uh, it must have been tough. So the second, you know, the last uh, checkpoint it was tight. Two less than two minutes. Yeah, it? less than two minutes in a seven and a half hour race. Wow. In fact, third place, the winner was uh, well, the, the winner was seven thirty. John Hammond from Carnethy, Sam Humphrey, Victoria Park Harriers, and uh, was seven thirty two. And finally, Toby Chapman of Bournemouth. AC in England, he was seven thirty-two as well. So yeah, tight. really tight for the top three. Um, so yeah, well, well done to those guys. The veteran prize for the males went to seven uh, Scott Craighead at Carnethy in seven forty-two. So well done to uh, Scott for for that. And uh, yeah, in terms of the females, we had Beth Pascal who uh, runs for Salmon, the Salmon team. Uh, she ran and won the race in 8.02, 8 hours and 2 minutes. A fairly comfortable win for her, uh, followed by Nicola Duncan of Carnethy in 8.19. And the third female was... Morgan Windrum Geddes. That's right, yeah. So 8.45 for Morgan. So well done to... To Morgan with that result as well. We've mentioned her. Was did, was there not a team at the uh, Devil's Burden that was like Windrum's loners or something? Windrum Namates, and it was oh, her team, I think. Yeah, well, she yeah. she's featured on here before. Yeah, she has. Yeah. So Very yeah, good. good good results there, and uh, I, yeah, I, I, there's a couple of result, uh, names that didn't didn't feature actually in the, the men's race. Uh, Jim Mann and uh, Sam McCutcheon. So not sure what happened there, but uh, but in terms of local results, we had our good old man Will Stewart. Hitting, hitting, hitting the, hitting the sack at, uh, I don't even know as I say. That's not a hitting the sack. It was not, yeah. That's uh, tenth place, the top ten for. I did a Carnethy. I was going to say, why is he not running for Metro? But he, he's moved. He doesn't live here anymore. He's, he doesn't. Uh, yeah. He's running for the, the so that, Carnethy. This, this will be his last local yeah. shout out then. So, in terms of the the team price, do we know who? Oh, I thought we did okay. Now you're, yeah. now you're. Cheating. Anyway, we don't you say know. Say we is in Metro. We don't know if it was Metro, but it, it was wasn't. only one runner, Dwayne Bat. All right, there you go. So how did Dwayne go? Dwayne uh, was uh, 30, 31st. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I think he would be. I'm not sure if he was. Uh, if he's happy with that result, I, I would I imagine no he idea. would be. Um, I think he'd be. I'd expect him to be a bit higher up. So. What did you run last year on this course? 
Uh, did I? Yeah. 7.06. Okay. I do... Oof, I do shifting. And what's, what's uh, Rob's... 6.41, run, so it's shifting a bit Oof, as well. That's moving. Uh, but what I would say is I think this year the conditions were a little bit wet, so okay. the times would be a lot slower. So to answer your question on the team, it was Carnethy for the win, 23-24 cumulative time, uh, which was John Hammond, Scott Craighead and Will Stewart. Getting a medal on his first there outing. There you go. And that's Kenneth Vest. That's he's a ringer. That's why I was confused. I that's was why like, he's changed. He's got a medal, but it's uh, not Metro. Absolute ringer. Second place was uh, Stoney, Stonehaven Running Club. Uh, Ryan Gordon, Paul Webb, and Peter Jones for a cumulative time of 27.08. So Carnetti were miles clear. Third place, Motherwell Athletics Club, 29.12. Alistair McNay, David Gardner, and Arthur Duggan. There you go. Women Falkland Trail Runners. 36 hours, Strathurn Harriers, 36 hours and 42, and Westerlands, 36 Ooh. hours and 43. Ooh, that's a close one. That. Yeah, some competitive racing. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So that rounds up the Highland Fling. So this is one that I would love everyone to do, but there's only limited spaces, and it's pretty difficult to get in these days. So, um, that, am I drinking your beer, Tom? I think uh, I just did. Sorry. Are. I was sorry, folks. What was yours? You just finished. I'm drinking it just now. I just started drinking your punk IP there. Sorry about that. Uh, anyway, so. Right. So I think, I think that's results. We, that's results. And that's a fairly long winded uh, list of results. But I think it's fairly worthwhile going into them because it was a big. Yeah. A lot of big races. A, a lot of big races in there. I do um, fear, though, that we've now gone over the. That's us now. We've, we've gone over the spring marathon. Carnival be... and it'll be quiet but do you know what's coming up which is something makes me think about a year ago Edinburgh Marathon Festival oh of course so. <laughs> do you remember the rant there I one, yeah. one of the first big rants so <laughs> there's a few more races coming up which we'll talk about in due course maybe rant about them but anyway speaking of rants running rants we have running a new rants. one actually are we allowed to name this person uh, yeah let's name him yeah. name and shame him so we've had a rant in from Ed McCluskey Metro Aberdeen and I'm sure he won't mind being shamed because uh, he didn't say don't say my name on it so yeah. there you go so he I'm, I'm going to read Ed's rant word for word I watched the London Marathon on Sunday and like many others was left totally inspired by the race unbelievable I continued watching after the elites had finished I noticed Amelie Moresmo an old tennis player came through the finish a great achievement I'm sure but two things really annoyed me. One, she stopped right before the end and got her son from the crowd and he was allowed to finish with her. Nothing against her child, because he's a child, but would I have been allowed to take my little one over the last stretch? I severely doubt it. Two, I'd let it slide, but soon after she got interviewed and wouldn't you know, the kid is there too, with a medal, a bloody medal, for running 20 metres. We all know someone who's had to pull out injured and never got a medal, so seeing this annoyed me and made me rant like an idiot. Thoughts? Is this okay? Preferential treatment to a celebrity? I was really surprised at how much it annoyed me. <laughs> I love that. But I think the kid should sell his medal on eBay and get a fortune for it. Yeah, I see a lot of people are doing that. I see, yeah. I heard it's like they're going for like £80. So any of you London Marathon finishers, if you think it's ethical to sell your marathon on to someone else who really re- desires that medal, you can get a lot of money for it. Yeah. So the, what do you reckon on the rant then? I think it's yeah. I mean, you've got to if you imagine if you could bring your kids and finish. You've got thousands of people finishing, 
all these other kids and children jump into the I totally agree. finish line. This is not it the FA Cup final. You, know, you don't bring yeah. your kids on. It's yeah. ridiculous. But then, but then equally, what I would say is, I mean, the people who are at the end, most of the, the people at the finish line are volunteers. They're tired. Yeah. Do they give a shit that one person's managed to slip, slip through? Um, but I think the thing that would annoy me is the fact that it's a celebrity doing that. Yeah. If it was not, a, you know, an everyday you know, punter who's, who's, who's finished it and you don't know their but story, you yeah. don't know anything about them, nobody would bat an eye, you know, nobody would really bat an eyelid about it. Because it's a celebrity, everyone's kicking off big time. But what pisses me off as well is it's, you know, most people wouldn't be doing that. Even remember when Paula did her kind of, Paula ran a sort of victory lap in all sense of it. She ran like 2.35 and there's yeah. a bunch of club runners around with her. Even she didn't do that because she's, you know, she's a runner, she respects the race. This is a tennis player. Yeah. You know, what earth? I mean, I think it's really not on. I, I Yeah, I, I think it's, uh, yeah, I think it's almost, I'm a celebrity, I can bring, I can have my child at the, you know, come along and, and finish finish with me. I'm more important than anyone else. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I completely agree with you, Ed. I'm on your side here. Um, so to continue on that one, right, I was watching... So before we hit the road, I watched like the first 10 minutes of the, of the marathon once Elite started, but I saw all the build-up. The build-up was all about celebrity runners, really. Yeah. And, you know, when they cover celebrities who are running for charity, I think that's great. And the charity stories are really great to see. And the st- and London Marathon is such an amazing fundraising opportunity now. And, you know, they've now, it's a billion they've raised. Those yeah. thanks a billion. That is, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. what You think what London Marathon has done to change people's lives is incredible. But I'm not interested in seeing the cast of EastEnders train on Parliament Hill. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I would much rather hear more about. I, I mean, they should be given. They should be given, given more coverage on the British, which British elites are running beyond just Mo and Callum. Yeah, I, I completely agree again, Tom. Uh, what I did find that was quite refreshing was the the red button. You hit the red button, you've got the elite oh, yeah. field. That's good, actually. Yeah. yeah. The issue I had with the elite, the, the red button, is you don't get HD. It's, oh, it's pretty right. poor quality, yeah. I mean, I yeah. say poor quality, it's still, you know, it's yeah. back what we had 10 years ago. Uh, so that grinded my gears a little bit. Um, but yeah, the same story again. Now, this is all, this always comes up. The British, you know, the, 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 the top British runners never get seen. Put it's a bike next the, to them. Yeah. Just put a bike with a camera on a bike. The elite women's race, yeah, okay, you've got the elites. Show the British women, because there was about eight of them in that race. The men's race, there was about eight British runners in that. And and yeah, and some of the, and they were all, you know, or even just the top British runners. It's not difficult to know who the British runners are exactly. when it comes to the race. It's not, it's not going to, the, the field's spread out anyway. Um, so I've got, I, I think it would be a little bit more... You, you would capture another audience or the, the, the audience that really are passionate about uh, top-end running um, from the elite and the, the club level. And again, you know, you're talking about grassroots to club level to club level to national level to national level to international level. You have to show all those streams, in my opinion. And I, I agree. If, um, this, I don't think we, we, we're capturing that as well as we can. Do you know one one kudos I need to give is because we were driving. I listened to it on Five Live Sports Extra. That was excellent. Oh, was it? It was excellent coverage. I've really. Never, how do you listen to a race 
Well, it was. It was they were like TRS, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was not. It was, I can show you. It was nothing like TRS. <laughs> More <bad than> that. <laughs> no, it was really good because they were. They actually were. To- they were continually talking about how the race is unfolding, and they were cutting back to the elite women. They were cutting back to the elite men. They were cutting back to the leading British guys. Okay, really, just Callum and Dewey Griffiths. Yeah. But still, you know, there was. Yeah. There was. That's it was, and it was. There was not a single. Oh. The bloke in the Big Ben costume has got to six <laughs> miles. Oh, he can't get under the start and finish line. Uh, you know, two million views on the, the fact that he tried to bend over yeah. and get through, which, to be honest, was hilarious. It was hilarious, It yeah. was so funny. All the, you know, he had seconds to spare. Oh, he had he was seconds off his uh, time. But All those jokes. I thought that was quite good, um, the coverage of it. So I think, I get it, it's difficult, but I, I do think they should, they can, I still think they can do a better job of it. Speaking of coverage, I'm going to put another... We already um, rode Scotch Alex a bit for the, the clash, which we'd love to hear more, the, the fixture clash. Right, there wasn't a single bit of social media about results through from the Scotch Marathon Championships till late on Sunday night. And there was a bunch of posts about London. You're like, come on. I know, like, we all want to... Don't get me wrong, we all want to see how well um, Callum and Robbie and co are doing, but give us some updates on Sterling. It's a marathon. It's a national <laughs> champs. But that's the thing, though. It's so much happening on the on the Sunday. Yeah. It's so difficult to to be able to record it, and you know, I, you know, kudos to all the social media outlets on there. It's yeah. so difficult to to post. I mean, I'm sure there's not that you know Scottish Athletics here. It's, I'm it's je- a, I am jesting about. Yeah, I mean, jesting. I, you got to remember, I was sitting in a car all day. So exactly. I've got my, my wife, Tom's my wife's for the the real time results. He doesn't want to refresh the page. Exactly. He doesn't want to follow. The great run Sterling Marathon. He doesn't want to follow the London Marathon <laughs> exactly, yeah. uh, live results. He wants it from Scottish Athletics oh, Twitter feed. <laughs> exactly. That, I respect that. I actually, Scottish Athletics have got a very good, very good social media. I'm not knocking it at all. Yeah. I'm just thinking it would be quite nice to get. You know, it's like I'm sitting in a car. Give me some. Give me G- some give, results. Give Tommy some results. Give Give Tommy what he wants. So uh, anyway, hang over. You know, in in, in the car. Just anyway. Anyway, so that's a good rant. Thank you, Ed. I thought I'm I'm not surprised. We got a rant about some of the London Marathon. I thought it was going to be a rant regarding the not enough coverage because other thing that this annoys people is the fact that the minute like the minute the first like I don't know like the tenth elite finishes, they instantly cut back to like a bloke dressed as a fridge or something. <laughs> like you know that's. Do, do you know what the the Big Ben uh, that absolutely killed Debbie? Really? She was on the floor. <laughs> she thought it was. She didn't think the end was funny. She just thought this Big Ben <laughs> running. You know, hobbling along at the end in Big Ben costume is just comedy gold, and I, I just she couldn't stop laughing. But I, I get it, I get why she couldn't stop laughing. I thought it was it's quite, uh, quite funny. well, this might this might entertain you. It's not good for a podcast, but uh, there's a good friend. Big shout out to a, a good friend of ours, James Krugshank, who was on the podcast before. In fact, we need to get James on maybe for another physio chat. But anyway, there's James running London. James had a, a solid run there. There's a picture of James at nine miles, and Luke is in the background. Big, Big ben. ben, no way. <laughs> Big Ben. Oh, look at that. He used to give him a, give him a TikTok. Yeah. James, of course, rocking the, the white cap brigade. So, oh, well done. Go. Yeah. Fantastic. So, I think uh, we're, we're, we're all out there, are we? We are. Uh, so any other rants you've got for? I think no. rants were done. I think, I think there might be a couple more uh, hidden in the pipeline somewhere, but uh, we'll certainly, we, we've dragged this on a little bit now, folks. So, any rants, keep them, um, I think James Calendar's actually got one. Uh, oh, what is so it? So that'll be good for... 
will we chat about this next year yeah next let's week? go next week yeah yeah so yeah james will, will read out your rant next week and uh yeah anyone else who have got who's got any rants pass them over to us folks message us instagram and, and twitter us uh yeah email us whatever you can speak to us in person meet us at, on the friday the 17th of may and tell us the rants in person there too so yeah, I think that's it, folks. Well, there's one before we go. One thing, just to preview next week, we've got the Scottish 5K oh, chance God, this Friday. That, yeah. So this Friday at Silver Nows is the National 5K, and I was doing a little bit of a research earlier on who's running. Now it's absolutely stacked. So even if you look at the women's side, so Mary McLennan's running. We've got Mary who's run who ran 32:59 over 10k at Brighton recently. Uh, so I mean that alone is. What sixteen thirty split, but she's got a sixteen eleven PB over five K. Morag Miller is running who we saw run sixteen ten, I think it was at Balmoral, so in good form. Elspeth Curran is on the list, who's run sixteen twenty seven as a PB, recently gone thirty four forty seven over ten K, and of course won the ten mile champs. Fanula Ross, we know Fanula's got a strong uh, some strong times under her belt, including thirty three fifty at Crown Point in the ten thousand last week, and she's run sixteen and change on the track over 5,000 Jenny Bannerman is running I'm not sure what Jenny's PB is is it it must be on the 17 yeah so her 5k PB is 16.33 so so Jenny's running Annabelle Simpson is on the start list whose time I don't know so I'm sure I'm missing someone there I've just gone through the the, the website and search for some names that I'm that is a, a fairly comprehensive oh, there is a, uh, there's a preview as well on the, the old uh, Scottish, the Scottish website. Athletics there. so you've done all that all that work you've put in Scottish Sorry. Athletics they've done it for you oh damn damn so in Do terms you, of the women you've, Anna McFadden of course yeah uh, so I don't know how, what shape Anna's in I haven't saw her in any I haven't seen her in any recent results um, but yeah Freya Ross Fiona Matheson again so she's just Joe finished Williams, two and yeah. a half last year Last week, I keep saying last year, next year, uh, and uh, Joe Williams as well. So the guys, probably one of the biggest standouts you've you've missed maybe is the Chris Chris Jones. Chris Jones is back from injury, so it's hopefully fingers crossed that he's uh, he gets a good run in, and uh, yeah, other people. So Chris Jones has got a PB of fourteen oh three. Yeah, Michael. Christophero as well but Chris Jones is oh, Chris that's Jones. his road time is uh, 3k is 5k track times 13.45 yeah uh, or something near that uh, obviously you've got Alistair Hayes running again uh, Cammy Strachan Kenny Wilson Lachlan Oates I think he's also running and do you know though so, when so he's the defending champion but if you look at some of these times right so from this year Ali Hay 14.22 at Arma this year James Donald 14.24 Arma this year Ryan Thompson, 14.33, Arma this year. Cal McKenzie, 14.39, Arma this year. Cameron Strachan, 14.43, Balmoral this weekend. Gavin Smith, 14.44 this year. Fraser Stewart, 14.48. Max Malarvey, 14.54. 14.55, Jack Leach. Kenny Wilson, 15. I think Kenny's gone quicker yeah. before, so... Yeah, Kenny's run fourteen forty before. All those so TBs are from Arma. There, but these guys are all on the start list. So yeah. that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine... Ten plus guys Jones. plus Chris Jones plus Michael Christopher. Yeah. So you could have twelve or thirteen or plus Lachlan Oates. Uh, of course, plus yeah. Lachlan Oates. I haven't got him on, on here. So, yeah, it's going to be incredible. Yeah, yeah, it'll be good to see. I think. Uh, so call, oh, here you go. My, so, my, call it. My. Uh, oh, hello. Uh, my my thoughts are. 
it's got to be if Chris Jones is in any good shape, it's going to be him. Um, I think, I think Cameron Strachan is going to get a medal. I think he's in great shape, and uh, yeah, I'm going to go for Lachlan Notes as well. So Tom, what about the five k for the women? What, what's your what's your top three then? So I think for me it's going to be Mary McLennan, Morag Miller, Fanula Ross. Easy. Oh, easy. Yeah, what's, easy the, what's the winning time? You, you, you're great at predicting. Well, I think... Let's uh, do a time prediction here. 15.45 for the win. 15.45? Good yeah. chat. Well, I'm yeah, glad I'm be. not running then. That's for sure. All right. So we look forward to seeing how that goes. We've also got Baker Hughes this weekend. And I think that's it. So the Baker Hughes. What time is Tommy going to run this weekend? <laughs> uh, 50, uh, 50. I hope not. <laughs> 50, I hope not. Jeez. 34. Just DNF if I say 30, 34.40. I hope to see a time like that coming through the coming through the results then. So is there any other races coming up this weekend? I don't think so. One we just want to give a shout out to the Campus 5K in Inverness. Entry is now open, uh, which is a great great event last week. So I think it's first twelfth of July it is. It's a Friday night, so Google that. You'll see it on our Facebook page as well. It's a good event to support. And I believe the the course is a lot faster this year. There's less it corners. Is, yes, they've they've improved they've extended it. Extended the yeah. the laps. They've made it uh, the right distance this year. Yeah, put it that Excellent. way. So, so if that's there's us, nothing yeah. else to say. I, I hope you enjoyed our uh, our birthday episode. <laughs> birthday bonanza. <laughs> and uh, please, please, please sign up to the Tartan Running Shorts Beer Mile and. Uh, birthday party yes. which will be happening on Friday the 17th of May it's a fiver to enter the beer mile you get your beer included and uh, it's going to be a right hoot isn't it Tom? exactly we'd love to meet a lot of listeners as well exactly so please yeah. get involved yeah and even if you're from the central belt um, yeah see if you can get accommodation for for the, <laughs> yeah. for the night be, I think uh, we'll put up a, a room or two I'm sure <laughs> Debbie's looking at me like I don't think so Kyle but yeah, we never know, eh? Right, anyway, if you want to contact us, folks, we do have email. It's at tartanrunnershorts at gmail.com. We have a website that's uh, often regularly updated at tartanrunnershorts.com. Facebook page is at tartanrunnershorts. And finally, we have a Twitter handle at tartanshorts. Grand. So, well, have a good week. Have a great week and good luck on Sunday. And, uh, Thank you. Yeah, I, I better get my, my racing poles out for my, uh, my course, long runs yeah. I'm going to be doing for UTMB. So, fantastic. Right. See you later, folks. Bye. Bye.